We got a hook, line and sinker, and some water. Oh, sounds good, mate. Let's just go down to the bank and do our thing. All right. Because it's so natural just doing what we order. It makes a body want to sit right up and sing. It don't get lonesome. We got the dog to talk to. Yeah, not a bad sort of man. And you know, he don't scream a man. Well, the best he can do is whine. Just rob the dog and no wives. They can't get us, mate. And the sharks out here ain't as bad as the humankind. And we got a lot of time now Oh, what a feeling Just a wet line And dream that time away We dream one day We'll get that great big boomer Oh, mate, I just want to feel it I don't mind if he gets away Well, I do Well, I don't Oh, my friends don't go Who just love to hear those stories You know about that great big monster The one that always seems to get away But all I ever do is just hear those stories It's a great game fishing Shame they can't come out to play <laughs> Oh Welcome to the 4K1G Fishing Show. It's Gaz and Marty. We are on on this fine, a beautiful, clear Saturday morning. And one word for that cyclone, for me, it is weird. I have uh, <laughs> I have nothing else to say for it. It's just strange. I'm, I'm trying to work out where is our rain. We haven't had a drop of rain or over in Garbutt, we haven't. Um, there's a lot of people that Gaz and I were just talking about. Good morning, Gaz. How morning, are you? Marty. Mate, we were just talking off here how so many people were saying that wasn't a cyclone, it was a, a light breeze. And you and I are both saying, well, 
I copped the sweet. You definitely we copped got, it. We copped a... It wasn't... <clears throat> and everyone's saying, oh, Yasi was worse. Yes, it was. But oh, I, of course I it think was. Yasi was I think the reason with Yasi, it sort of sat over us longer than this one. This one was pretty quick. But at our joint, my palm trees were bending in half. My fence blew up the street. Yeah, yeah, my fence is um, gone. So, so my, I think it was just different places, like um, yeah. a lot of people commented and... Uh, they must have just missed the edge of it or, or went through very, very quickly or they were tucked up somewhere. But yeah. we knew there was a cyclone. There was no no ifs or buts about that. Don't become complacent. We, no. I, I think we everyone dodged a bullet with it. Yeah. And well, I remember it didn't cross us. Wasn't it up near Crystal? No, it was pretty. It was close enough for us to say, yeah. Yeah. But um, the bay recorded 70 knots in wind gusts. Right. So that's so fairly, fairly good wind. Fairly but, decent. But, yeah, it wasn't, um, it wasn't like it, we were le- – well, I suppose the lead-up that we would believe what was coming, um, and which was probably good in a way because mm. um, I don't know what would have happened or no. what would have blown away. But but anyway, but it yeah, was, I can't understand. Where, I, was, I thought there was going to be a lot more rain, but I think the, I think everyone, everyone thought there'd be a lot. Well, more rain. the morning before or the lunchtime before, with all the reports coming out of um, the officials. Um, they said around 250 mil. I, I reckon. I don't know what we got at my joint. Because Maybe it, one inch. Because my fence fell over and emptied my rain gauge. You know what we didn't get, Gaz? A thousand metres. Uh, of rain? Yep. 10,000 metres or was a it thousand, a thousand? It was a thousand metres. A thousand litres of rain. You know what I, you know what I, I like? I hope she wasn't the weather lady. How good is social media? A thousand litres. Social media, all of a sudden, everybody is a cyclone expert. Everyone, everyone sat through Cyclone Tracy after it's been passed. So yeah, it makes me Look, laugh. I don't, I don't care what anyone says. There's a massive sense of excitement with it, most especially the young people and so forth, and even you know people around my age. There's a you know, apart from worrying about your houses and oh, your boats you do, and mate. Gas, you worry you about your family. There is, a, there is an element of excitement. You yep. sit back and you watch the world changing, the sky changing, the the, the trees start to, to... And that's, you know, that's normal. There's a, yeah, it happens, mate. It, yeah, as it long was, as your family's safe. It was safe good, mate. Everyone safe. was safe. You know the silly thing about us? I said to Ali and Rory and the grandkids, I said, come to our place. Yeah. Like, they're in a, a unit in Hermit Park and it would be built like a brick poo house. Yeah, yeah. But you still want them with you. So I said, come over to our joint and spend the cyclone with us, tucked away. Um, we lost power at nine o'clock. Yes. They didn't. They at didn't their lose house. power. So they would have been better off. Instead of a hot, sweaty night listening to the wind rattle in the windows, they would have been better off at their joint with the air conditioner on, Ugh. trying to sleep. And that, uh, that heat at the moment is unbearable because obviously... On me, men and garbage, we've lost our power. Yeah, we've we've got none at courage on. No, and it is uh, it is horrible. Yes, it is horrible. Everyone's uh, suffering. I, I um we we've got our one little fan running. So, uh, but that's only enough on it for for Beck and Jakey. So Jake slept there, and uh, what did Dad do? I grabbed the car keys, slept in the and car. I slept in the car. Nothing wrong with that. Turned the car around all night with the aircon on. <laughs> <laughs> it seems strange, but. I was saying to you, it's actually a little, you, you're sort of... Um, freaky. Yeah, it's a bit freaky because you're waiting for someone to knock on your window or because yeah, you, your car's running. So, like, with the elements that we have, yeah. if they walk past us three in the morning and they car's running for ten minutes, yeah. well, they're going to go, oh, I'm going to go check this. I find it a bit disappointing, to be honest. That I didn't get rolled? No, that oh. you're in the car with the aircon going 
happily cold, doors locked with Beck and Jakey on the windows outside, banging on the window trying to su- get in the car. They knew. I Dad, told them. Dad, let us in. No. No. So, so, mate, there's a lot of people suffering and, and it'll, it gets to a point where um, people get cranky with the heat. They always do. They're very so just, cranky. Um, but, but, just, uh, just a bit of patience with um, Ergon and with the Garbos and with the council. They don't have to flick a switch. They can't there's do it. There's a lot involved. They can't do it. Uh, yeah, they can't just go there and switch your meter box on and say, you've got power. But there's a lot mm. of – they've got to check everything first. And in this – Beck copped a mouthful the other day. In Bunnings. Oh, yeah, because Bunnings had run out of torches and uh, a, um, a family and a, a dad was being great in front of his children showing his children what not sort of human to be yeah and so he comes in five hours before we're going to be hit by this cyclone looking f- to buy a torch and obviously Bunning sold out three four days beforehand and Beck said I'm sorry we don't have any torches left they sold a long time ago what sort of shop is this yeah. How do you not have a torch? This is a hardware store. It's ridiculous. And Beckett had just about enough of this time. Yeah, he said, well, as you mate, would. if you want to leave everything to the last moment, and uh, two words to that effect, very, very politely, because yeah. she's been doing it for 21 years now. Yes. So um, she knows exactly what to say to get under their skin without getting under this without skin. getting in trouble. Yeah. No, we <laughs> uh, we were we were all good. The the good thing for us. Because we like our camping, and this is the same with many people out there who enjoy camping or going away, um, are able to, when you're camping, you're off-grid. Yep. So you've got your fridge, you've got your freezer, you've got your battery. Your Jenny. You've got your generator. Um, greatest thing that I did throughout the year was getting Alliance Electrical put a, put a changeover switch in my meter box. Beautiful. For my generator. How good's that? I've been talking about it for 10 years. And you did it. And Kayleen said, how about you get that? Because I was getting the fans replaced right. um, in the house about four or five months ago. And Kayleen said, get the changeover switch done while they're here. And you know me, dither, bit of a ditherer. Oh, all right. Mm. Greatest thing I ever did. There you go. Well, uh, Kayleen said the greatest thing Good she on you, Alliance said. Electrical. Alliance Electrical did the changeover switch. So it took me a little while when the power went out at 9.30 on the other night how to work it until I found the instructions written on the door of the meter box that I was holding above my head. Oh, beautiful, Gary. Yeah. So, uh, so, no, all worked. Um, one thing with that I did find out um, with your changeover switch um, is... Um, most of my air conditioners are on tariff 33. Yes. Which is the cheap tariff. They don't run on no. your changeover switch. But I have one in the back bedroom down the back that is a, just a box air conditioner, a small box air conditioner because it's a very That's small. That's not. That's not. So guess I'm where guessing. I was last night. Oh, yeah. So if you get a changeover switch um, in your meter box, um, just talk to the Sparky about possibly the smallest air conditioner in the room that doesn't get used. Put not back, on tariff. Not on tariff. Beautiful. So, yeah, you, I switched all my solar off, switched my mains off, yeah. switched my generator switch on, um, started the generator, and then my circuit breakers. You know how your circuit breakers have got fans, lights? Mm. They've got switch off what you don't want, leave on what you want, yep. go around, turn all the all the power points that I didn't want and all the appliances. So I ha- I've had um, my big fridge freezer running in the house. So Beautiful. that's been really good. We've got fans going, lights, been able to watch the TV. Um, and last night went to the little room at the back of the house, 
ran the um, little box air conditioner and um, actually had a good night's sleep compared to the night before. Well, Jake and I, we had a little mishap, yeah. and um, which was unfortunate, but is sort of I put my um, dad hat on and let it go. Yeah. But we'll... We have a generator, a little Honda EU10. It's brilliant. Yes, And yeah. it will do that little job. Anyway, I thought, I'm going to service it. On the mo- not service it, but I'm just going to put a brand new spark plug in and yeah. do this and do that. And just make sure it's all good. So I took the old spark plug out and I'm putting the brand new one in. And Jakey was hovering around me. And I said, Jake, get to give Dad a little bit of a room here because it's a little bit fiddly. And being a curious little boy, he sort of leaned over me and bumped me. And I've dropped the spark plug. And where you screw the spark plug into the Hondas, yeah. there's a little slot either side, and the spark plug's gone, dun, dun, and gone down in there. And then I heard it go, ding, dong, dong. And that was it. I'm so like, it's inside the plastic casing somewhere? Inside the metal casing. There's a lot involved with oh, this thing, trust me. Can't tip it upside down. Tipped it upside down, done everything, and went, dun, dun, and that was it. And it would not move. We rattled it and rattled it and turned it upside down and flipped it and did this and did this. So anyway, I'm, 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 my temper's getting... Mm. I wasn't a happy boy. And I said, Jake, my dad said he needs some bloody room. <laughs> did you put the old spark plug back in or...? Not while I was too nervous about this spark plug being in my generator where it shouldn't have been. So, but right, that's it. I'll just take the sides off to get into it. No, <laughs> you take a side off. To get to the next side. Once you've got to that side, there's another <laughs> side. Once you've got to that side, then you take this side off until eventually. And then I took that one screw out and everyone went. Oh, so you've got an IKEA generator now. So there is, and I have no idea how to put it back together. I've got nothing. So I've got a generator that's not a generator no more. Or for just wanting to change one spark plug. So hence why I'm sleeping in the car. But. <laughs> It's just, I was so angry. Yes. So angry. And there's no, no point blaming on Jake. I'm no, not, yeah, I, did, no. I did. I looked but at my, uh, on my. I should have just left it. It was running. It was perfect. Yeah. Now I've got to take it to Honda or whatever. Not now. I will wait no. for six months before I do this and just take the whole thing in. And say, put it back together, like yeah. a fishing reel. You know I, when people yeah. serve their own reels and don't know how to put it back together? Oh, yeah, I know that. Yeah. There's plenty of them. That's where I am. I've got this awesome generator that's, like, near new that is um, unusable. Mine is the EU20. Mine's a 10D or 10i. Yeah. Um, I looked at the spark plug the other day, and mine's in a little – you flick a little – um, hatch door up on the top and the spark plug's right there. Yeah, that's where it is. So where did yours fall? Down around? So when you flick that hatch door, yeah, if you have a look, there's, there's a metal casings. It fell inside one side oh, of the metal casing. a big plastic cover around it and you pop that off and there's your spark plug. I'll have to have a look. Yeah, but either side of it, oh, it if went, your uh, spark plug knocks out, it falls down inside there oh, no. and there's no way you can get to it. And it went, dum, dum, da, dum, dum. So, so <laughs> that yeah. was it. Damn it. Oh, uh, there was some words said. I bet there was, was some words. So no, we uh, we were fairly lucky. I got my um, deep cycle battery, which is on my Thunder DC DC charger in my car. I don't know what happened to my man with the deep cycles. He's going to get back to us. And then I took that out, and then my Engel 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 I bought at Christmas my fridge freezer. 
that's running off my battery with my solar panel out into my backyard. Mm. Um, so I'm fairly um, self-sufficient and um, very good, going a bit better than what I did in Yarsi because if it wasn't for Alan Anna having power at at um, Annandale during Yarsi, I would have been in the same boat with you guys. They we went and stayed with them for. But we make the best of it, and it's interesting because like eleven o'clock last night, so we're going for a drive. Which we did. Yeah. It just smells. We went down all the way down to the end of Paloranda there before you go into the little national park, you know, the turnaround yeah. where that new – and had to be 100 cars. All, all running. All just sitting Everyone there. Everyone sleeping in the Everyone. Car. You know what was funny? The town this morning at Macca's – sorry to cut you off, Gaz. Yeah. I just went to Macca's here. It was a 25-minute wait. Yeah. There was – yeah, the, 25 cars in line. Everywhere you go, there is well, cars. Well, Macca's had them lined up down the road at um, at the lakes. And then this makes me wonder, when you see those photos of all those cars right around Macca's hanging out and up the road, how many of those people that are waiting in the Macca's queue panic bought before the cyclone got here and have all that food sitting at home yeah going off and decided to sit in the macca's queue a heap but we're doing the right thing we're eating all of our food um and doing what we need yeah. to do and well I, I said to you yesterday my other little 12 volt fridge is there if you want to borrow it no home. we're good so so no we are good my fingers are crossed so they're wonderful first services people will be get onto it and um, I'll get it as fast as hey if it takes two days if it takes seven days they're, they're doing what they can do that's a, they're, they're doing a sterling effort so uh, most definitely Mate, put on your gang couple of prizes today only a couple only today, two today but they're bloody Tackle good World ones wasn't open we've got a torch <laughs> the last one that was in bunnings yeah, yeah beck took it <laughs> The last no, one we don't really bunnings. ignore that. Gaz no, has been I'm, a dick. I'm being sarcastic. Um, we have a, a $50 Cleveland-based seafood <laughs> voucher thanks to Gordo, and we have a $30 tavern meat voucher thanks to Mel the Crepe Man. Good on you, Mel. So that's two prizes, not two. three. There's not a torch. No, there is not a torch. There's only two prizes, and no kids' prize. Dave um, messaged me during the week, but unfortunately, because of the cyclone, and you don't blame... Um, Renee and Danny for closing the shop on Thursday morning. No. Um, so, so no kids' price today. Everyone's got, and I think um, uh, Renee might have needed a day anyway because she lost her um, yeah, little, her beloved dog. Yeah, Titan. That, that um, is never good. No, no. So, yeah. No. So anyway, we have a meat voucher and a seafood voucher today, and then plenty to talk about because Thursday is Thursday is Marty. Well. Barrow opening. Yes. I was leaving the big thing for you, Gary. Oh, okay. And um, I was thinking before this cyclone, I thought, well, with 250 mil of rain all over us, we won't be fishing in the creeks next weekend or uh, Thursday, Friday. Mm. But um, no rain. I think um, there's a good possibility I might venture down the creek next weekend for a look. Bloody oath. I need to fix my bilge fund because it's not working. Ash, if you're listening... I'll sling you whatever you want. Can you come and I'm going to buy yeah, you that's what you always today. say to him. Can you? <laughs> yeah, what do you want, Ash? <laughs> yeah, well, he does it. He's had such a good job. Yeah, and I, I'd pay keep handsomely. going. So that's why he was down Palorana. Yeah, yeah. That's so, what, so yes, there. with no no heavy rain, um, so to, for us down south or around us, the um, creeks, the channel. So does that mean we're not going to get it? No, it's gone. The rain's gone. We, we That's missed what out. I said. Weird. It is strange. Well, I can't uh, remember the last time a system like that crossed the coast, and we literally 
We didn't even get stuff all rain during well, this it. This was really strange, as we know, and it, as everyone knows, it, it hovered and it hovered and it was a five, then it was a four, then it was a rain depression, then it was a two, then it was a one, then it was a three, then the Gold Coast were going to get 1,300 mil of rain out of this. and then we Someone were, was going to get 1,000 we litres. Yeah, we, we were going to get 300 mil and, and then the rain's always on the southern part of this cyclone, then the rain turned around and was on the northern part of the cyclone and it was a really, really strange one. I, I actually think it made quite a few of the the weather people um, scratch their heads a little bit and go, geez, that shouldn't have done that. I know they scratched their heads a fair bit. Mm. And but, to the point where just before it crossed, it dropped back. Yes, yeah, it was interesting. And then it just shot up a little bit around Blue Waterway. So, huh. so yeah, it was it was really strange. We missed out on a lot of the rain. Um, so, so Not yeah. such a bad thing. A bit more would have been nicer. And, look, that doesn't mean that there's no rain coming. Different systems no, are going to be coming through. Well, we haven't had our wet season yet. No, well, apparently um, the monsoon trough, as they call it, which all this develops on, is still hanging around. And the possibility, I think it's the 2nd of February, of another cyclone spinning out there is um, is quite high. So Really? Yeah, so uh, don't be complacent. Um, just because one's gone over the coast doesn't mean two or three can't. So, mm. so yeah. But um, Barra season opening will give everyone a chance to get down the creek. Yeah, most certainly. We're, we're going to give uh, Lance Butler a call during the week and try and see if we can get him in on the show. To do a Barra show. It's a bit a bit hard to do a Barra, get him in and do I'd a love Barra to get show. Hold Who are we doing with? Jesto? Yeah, give Jesto a ring and yeah. we'll give um, Lance a ring, see if we can get Excellent. them both in here next weekend. That will be fantastic. Um, because they've probably got a bit of tidying up to do at their place I'm going to well, send a so. message during in the ad break today, get the ball rolling. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Hey, I love your shirt you're wearing today, guys. Yeah, the missus. It looks like really nice material. Yeah, I don't know where the missus got that from. It's McCreel Island Fishing Club Outfitters. Very good. Yeah, she got it from somewhere. Hmm. So yeah, that's one of my Christmas presents. Looks nice. Yeah, thank you, Marty. Hmm. I, I suit it well. You do. I set it off. But let's not go too far. Yeah, I make it look even better. Hey, we went for a. a are you done? <laughs> Yeah, go on. Any more superlatives? No. Superlatives? Superlatives? Is that like hyperbole? <laughs> Hyperbole? Hyperbole? Hey, I, I'm trying everything I can to not break down in tears at the moment. Yeah, because well, uh, uh, my, my, my Jürgen Klopp, my manager of Liverpool, is... is who? Is Jürgen. Jür, Jürgen. Sounds Klopp. like a flavour of ice cream. Oh, can I have some Should Jürgen? Should be. I'll can buy it. I'll... Two no, scoops of Jürgen. Two scoops of Jürgen Klopp, thanks. Bloody oath. What's and he done? He, well, he's he's moving on. He's he's leaving Liverpool, and um, and so us Liverpool fans are in a, a state of uh, well, shock seem and to be doing at good. the moment. Where are you on the ladder? First, so wherever you're going with that, shut your mouth. <laughs> uh, Why well, no, you aren't, are you? Yeah, we are. And he's leaving. Yeah, we're five points ahead of City. Says something about and the we're in club, the FA Cup and we're in the Did you make Caraboa oh, Cup? Oh, there you go. League Cup. That's how going to win four trophies this That's year. That's how popular it is. I've seen it on the news. So <laughs> I haven't seen it on the news. I know that, Gary. I actually seen because the you have no. I seen culture. the World Croquet Championships on the news, but. <laughs> But not Liverpool. I'll, I'll throw this coffee <laughs> in your face in a second. Yeah, really big week this week. We've got the Barra season opening. Mm. And, and you know the funny thing about it, um, this, it all, first of November comes bang, Barra season closes, and it seems so long till the 1st of February, but now bang, it's here. We're back into it. And I'm really, really excited. 
I am going to do a lot of different stuff this year. We'll talk about that a bit today. We will. I'm not sure how many need to get out of the harbour, but not because uh, the fish won't be there. They'll be there. Just to just spread my wings a little bit well, more. I'm going to do a lot more camping. It, well, you, yeah, you'll have the gear then. Then you could camp in your backyard with no electricity. I'm going to concentrate on my shallow trolling that we spoke about. Just let that one slide That's got too. the ball rolling with a few people. You've got the ball rolling. You've attacked me now three or four times in the last half an hour. But yeah. please, carry on. But if I didn't, you'd be going, what, Don't I don't want your sympathy, Gary. Hang it on me. Just because I'm sleeping in my car. Wouldn't mind a little bit. Well, you got it. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel offered, like I'm homeless. I offered you to come round and stay in my hottest bit. No, you offered back. Me and Jake had to stay at home. <laughs> well, that was... Yeah, you, Beck, you want to come around and stay at my joint tonight? I've got an air conditioner. Okay. And she said, what's the difference? <laughs> <I'm> just... <laughs> <laughs> it's only a cyclone. You idiot. No, you know if I, if I had electricity and a, a, a cold room for you, you would be more than welcome to I come over at $250 a night per person. Yeah. Well, that brings me to a thing. Right, well, and what I have saw, you seen? Hang on. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of generators, this is a Honda generator, and people got rather upset with this gentleman. And for me, I'm thinking, if you've got it, and you're a business person, because that's what business is, why not? So long story short, this lad has decided that he's going to um, hire out his generator. Good on him. Yeah. At $50 a day, which is pretty fair, yeah. $500 deposit. And then a whole raft of people on different sites has got on there and proper. Give it to how, how dare you take advantage of people and whatever. I mean, that's business, isn't it? Isn't that why we have 400 hire shops in Townsville? Can, legally, I don't know if you can do it. You can do what you want once you own it, can't you? Oh, if, no, you not really can't set up a, a, a So anyway, business. he's advertising $50 a day to use my generator. Right, there's five hundred dollars, yeah. which is fair enough. Get a bag, everything's working. Get your five hundred yeah. bucks back, and everyone's very much frowned upon them. Whereas I'm kind of like, if you want to do that, why not? If you want to, if you're willing to pay for it, why not? If it's a brand new Honda EU twenty two, that's the latest little camping one, and you are cracking the sads with this bloke. If he's only paying, if you're only paying a five hundred dollar deposit. Hmm. Um, if you gave him a fake name and a fake address and sh- get shot through, cheaper than buying a brand oh, I'm new. I'm sure he'd cover his backside know, he'd a have bit it. better than that. He'd but do it. you have a problem with that? I don't. Oh. If you want to pay, look, okay, morally, no, morally, yes, I do. Um, on principle, people can do whatever they like. It's really um, a very uh, the world is a business, guys. Yeah, and it's no, and and it's none of my business what no. other people do. I personally, if I had a spare one, I'd. Check with every single oh, one of my mates. Yeah, I it? would. I would say to you, Marty, I've got a spare generator. Would you like to borrow it? But leave the spark plug alone. I would say to you, <laughs> number four. <laughs> Don't touch the spark plug if you want to borrow me generator. That's number four. <laughs> right. <laughs> I get it all out now. It's so. <laughs> 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 you know of everything I, I could give you, I would. You know that. And, yeah. and people know what I'm like. They know uh, you're how generous you're I am. You're a I'm going to turn my phone off because I've left it on. Uh, hey, bud, 
Are you and your family all good from Ash? No, we're in trouble. The the um the the, the bilge pump's broken. <laughs> no, his generator stuff. And uh Quinny has sent me a, a Thanks, message. Ash. Quinny just sent me a message. He said there's three thousand people at the dump trying to oh, dump would rubbish. Be. There would be. So Hey, the town looks really, really neat. It's a good job. Well done us. Well, not at the moment. The strand had a fair bit. Oh, Ray Lafferty's got some work next week. Yeah, he won't be liking that, would he? No, he, instead of walking around with his leaf blower hanging off his shoulder, <laughs> he'll have to bend over. <laughs> oh, absolute classic. Yeah, mate, um, we're going to go to our first song and our break first, but before we come back, but when we do come back, we'll, we'll just offset a bit because you went and spent a little t- bit of time um, on the haunts last week. Uh, last Sunday, I went and spent a bit of time last Sunday. Reese Bullymore went and spent a bit of time last Sunday. Reese found some was found some finger mark. Uh, I found a whole host of in betweeners, and you got a beautiful trout. Well, Kayleen caught the trout once again. I so was we'll talk bu- about that. Uh, yeah, we had a good little trip. We did find some finger mark, but um, I, I again didn't. I didn't at all. I, I, I I'll don't tell know you I something didn't. interesting um, now or later. No, later about that. I would love to hear it because. Um, and I'll tell you about something that I stumbled on, which is quite interesting. And I, uh, yeah, we'll come cool. back to it. We'll okay. come back to it because it's uh, quite interesting. A uh, little bit of a theme today with some of our songs, Gazza, I've decided, because that's oh. what I am. I'm a theme man. Oh, See if you can guess the theme. It's really bloody hard.
need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Race in and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of Australia's most trusted marine brands. With Yamaha Motor Finance and Insurance, hitting the water in your dream boat couldn't be easier. Visit the team at Rising Sun Marine today. Come and get it. Rising Sun Marine. Station sponsor. Are you into spearfishing? Tackle World Townsville has the biggest range of spearfishing gear in town with all the big name brands like Rob Allen, Cressy, Torelli and heaps more. And we'll repair and service your gear. Tackle World on the Ingham Road has it all. See you down Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere for convenient locations. The Bowley Weather in Queensland is extreme. We have floods, bushfires, heat waves, storms and cyclones. That's why during extreme weather events, it's important to watch for the warnings. Yellow means advice. A weather event has started. Stay up to date. Orange means watch and act. Conditions are changing. Start taking action. Red means emergency warning. Take action now. Any delay puts your life at risk. Find out more. Search watch for the warnings. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere for convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K a 1G a fishing show. The days after the cyclone and uh, if we could call it a cyclone. Well, it was. It was classified. It was classified as a cyclone. Yep. Just a very strange one. Definitely. I'm considering what they said, and we said it before. It was going to be a four, then it was a one, then it was a two. All over the show. So it was, uh, I I think the meteorologists will be sitting back and studying this one and going, what went, um, what happened here and why? Skew it. What uh, what was the cause? So uh, so ho- hopefully that will help future endeavours. Um, now, last before that, yes, let's talk fishing. I went for a little fish <coughs> with Kayleen last Sunday. Yeah, went for a little poke around the island. Oh, easy up for um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, either you're fishing or you're not, Gaz. <laughs> I was fishing. <laughs> That's what you do at my age these days. You fish. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I had the noodle rod out <laughs> and uh, went around the island um, and went for a little look for some finger mark. Got some trevally. Yep. Um, got the good old shark. Actually, shark took a lure. 
which is a I find every you don't usually get sharks grabbing the lure. You get no. Shark, remember, I was talking. About yeah, that. you get the shark taking the fish that grabs the lure. Yeah, but um, sometimes um, so we got shark, got yep. cod, we got um, some cod, <clears throat> then decided to have a little troll around a couple of the headlands. Kayling picked herself up a nice fifty centimetre trout. It was a beautiful Island looking trout, trout so. too. That. Is welcomed in any estuary. Oh, it went straight in it. Mm. And then the next night, mm. um, its beautiful white fillets were just done in flour, just lightly in the fry pan, and yep. um, with a salad and chips was just Yum. so, so nice. That would have been um, perfect. And, and the trout that side, tell me, that's plenty, that big side each for you and Oh, Kaleen. more than enough. We, yeah, yeah. We probably could have cut that <clears throat> in half. What is that? 50 centimetres? That's a kilo and a half? Yeah, Two kilos? Yeah, a couple of kilos. A yeah, kilo yeah. and a half. And it was a, a beautiful-looking fish. Um, and we'd had a little poke around looking for a finger mark. Hooked some good fish. Um, a couple which I would say were finger mark. But with finger mark, when you're trolling, mm-hmm. um, tend to either hook up straight away yeah. or they don't hook up. They race off. Yep. Um, and you just go... But There's another one gone. So uh, so it was good though, um, at night, but hot. We were in nice and early. I think we back back in the harbour by. 11. We both were about by eleven. Yeah, I think you got home I just got, while yeah. I was driving home. So yeah. around the same time. And then got home, and as you do, washed the boat, sat around for an hour, and then washed the boat and put the gear away. And then by the time you've done that, in that heat and humidity, I was yep. um time for a swim. So done um, in for a swim. So yeah, it was a nice little trip. We found um some nice fish. It was nice to have a little poke around. Beautiful. Um, see see what was out there. So yeah. it was good, but very hot. It's it's yeah. We always say this time of year is up early on the water. Well, I decided to venture a little bit further afield. So I went around the back of the island, as I yeah. do, uh, to a couple of spots there. And the first fish I got was a thumper of a queenie. Um, it was a big queen fish. Not as big as On one. a vibe or? No, we were trolling. on a seven-inch jerk shad. Yep. Um, so, and which is, when he ate it, I thought this is a proper thingy because he went down, downwards. Yeah. And like, Ooh, oh. excellent. Here we go. We've finally... Going to get a finger mark on the board, and then, um, and then as they do it, come tearing up towards the surface. And I went, mm, no, not it. And then come tearing out of the water. I'm like, okay, so from then it was just fun. It was fun to have it on. I caught around about, I don't know, 10, 10 odd smallmouth nanny guys, which after the first one are a pain in the backside because they go hard, them little Yeah, bars. the little fellas go hard, and then they're always just under. Yeah, so that was the end of that. Then um, I caught them trevallies, um, I got a little trout. So, but nothing again that I wanted. Had a very interesting day. Yeah, it was. And when anyone that was out last Sunday morning at five thirty six in the morning, it was horrible weather. Yeah, it wasn't nice. No. When we were chugging our way to the island, it was lumpy. It come good. That it, it did, did come good. Um, so, and I thought I was questioning my decisions to go far and wide, but I just, um, yeah, it just far. And like, <clears throat> and we'll bring it. It's this is an interesting thing because there was there was a um, a segment on it might have been on mates fishing the other day or something but a, a few of them have popped up lately and the question basically being is um, and I've got nothing against them so this isn't about that because yeah. I used to love doing it I just don't do it no more because I'm not fit enough yeah. end of story um, and it is 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 a spear fisherman doing our waters damage um, because they're. One of the guys on there said that um, he had a wreck and then it, it was hard to fish the wreck because the, the odds are in the fish's favour, which is fair enough. Yeah. 
And then um, the Spearows come along and, and he said, don't get fish off it no more because they've absolutely decimated the wreck. Uh, they've popped everything off. And um, you see it in the videos. And not, clearly, not, not having to go out to spear fishermen. I, yeah. I, I find the sport interesting. Um, and then you see it on the videos. They're curious. They're like the finger marks poke their head out and they stare like, oh, what is this strange fish? Bang. The dead, the barras do it, the trouties do it, they all do it. We're not talking the Great Barrier Reef here. We're not talking a, a replenishing place that no, continuously just, replenishes. We're talking about a single... And I'm wondering, am I full of crap there saying that you can decimate or the gentleman who put that on the post, gentlemen's persons, who put them on separate posts saying that they've wiped out a wreck. Can you wipe out a wreck, or does Mother Nature keep replenishing that wreck? New fish, fish are taken out, well, new fish come in. Well, it depends how... how um, <clears throat> I wouldn't want a Spiro's finding a wreck that I knew of. I yeah. know that much. Like, if it was... And I find it hard to fathom that he's, there's a wreck close to Townsville that he's the only person that knows it's there, to be honest. Yeah, fair, fair call. That, fair call. They, they, they are out there. Yeah, Don't worry there's about some, that. There's some that haven't probably got the traffic that others have. Right. Um, and I would think a wreck, quite a few people would fish it at certain times. Um, and I think they'd take a fish and another one come in, Spiro's, yeah. they've got to go with water quality i would think water for my quality, money they earn their fish yeah I would if think, you want to do it i think do, water yeah. quality in the last two or three months for them would be pretty horrible from the north east it would be pretty hard for them to see um so i don't do it so i don't really know but um it's a hard one i, I wouldn't think because the the spiros i know and i know a few that are very good at it um, don't go down there and if there's five barras, shoot the five barras until there's no barras. They, they're very selective. They pick the one they want, um, shoot that and go back to the boat. Yep. Um, and if there's a finger mark there as well, they'll take a finger mark, might take two finger mark. If there's a jack, they might take that. But they're not taking the 15 fish that are all hovering underneath that structure or underneath that bit of metal or whatever it might be. Yeah. Um, they're the guys I know. I can't speak for... For Spiros, I don't know. They're pro it's, it's like fishing, isn't it? It's There's like fishing, mate. You, you and I would take our fish and leave. Yeah. Others would come along and not go home. Yeah, they would get to wait their boat. Like classic example when I got those um, Nanny Guy and Red Emperor before Christmas. I could have filled my esky. There was that many there. But I, we had one good, one good Nanny. Um, one good emperor. Two, I won't say that with Barra because too sweet lip, and away we went. A number of times I've bagged out. Yeah, and and, and taken every single one. I wanted to, you know, so I won't, I won't put myself in that boat, and I don't. I don't not mind. Yeah, get, like we I, have bag limits for a reason. If you fill yeah, it, good for you. If you do, that's just the that's <coughs> yeah, yeah. what I choose. So I certainly don't have a like, right with that because like I'd be hypocrite no, if I did. The bag limit, you're allowed to take that. So if you want yeah, to take it, out. it's just bloody what out. I do. I don't. I don't fill my esky. I had more than enough fish for me and Kayleen to last us two months. Yeah, for sure. Um, and give some to the kids as well. So that that's how we go. But the Spiros I know, I I don't think they would decimate um, an area okay. like that. It, it's a it's an interesting one, and it's only just starting to rear its head a little bit now. Well, it's getting um, very popular. You go to Tackle World, and there they've probably got the best range of spear fishing and the quality Bloody, and isn't it strange is the waters are getting more dangerous let's be honest yes with sharks yeah, yeah. more dangerous 
a sport like that is getting more popular and it's stranger. But is that an element of of risk taking? Is that what oh, you're I, like a roller coaster? It gets people off. That's what they like about mate, it. I, I've still got my spear. I I had a spear gun when I was nineteen twenty. Yeah, an old Sea Hornet. Like they were the best. Like the old Sea Hornet. This is in Victoria, so yeah, we used to do a lot of. I uh, had scuba license, my scuba ticket down there, but we used to snorkel, and I never ever shot anything with a spear gun because right. I didn't really spearfish until I, we came to Townsville and then set up the shop. And one of my uh, best mates was a guy called Cameron Cameron McNabb, and Skiff knows Cam really good. Played at the Cowboys with, and uh, Cam got had all the gear. Like, he was a switched-on spear fisherman. So I had my old barra punt then. He had a hornet. Oh. So in between during the week when he wasn't training, we used to go over to Middle Reef, and he'd jump over the side with the, all his Rob Allen gear, which is the top of the line. Yeah, that's the Loomis's and, of the... Yeah, and I'd jump over with me sea hornet in me shorts and me plastic day glow flippers and me goggle <laughs> me orange goggles and uh swim along around middle reef and around the edge of the reef up you there you look like a child in the learn to swim i pool. did mate i did and i'd never I used to throw the anchor out and just swim around the boat because on clear days over there on neap tides there's a lot of reef and everything all through there um a picnic bay jetty and stuff like that so i remember one day i'd never shot a cray right i've never shot anything really and I'm just floating around on the surface. Forgetting when you lived in England yeah. in, the, in the back streets. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm floating so I'm floating around above the, the reef and, and I could couldn't duck dive down because even though I was only two metres under the surface, right. it felt like I was twenty metres and you run out of air. How these guys get down twenty metres, sit down there with their spear gun waiting for a fish to go, I don't know. Anyway, I I seen these tentacle feelers from under a rock and I thought, there's a cray. I'm going to get it. My first ever cray. The excitement level's so going I'm, up. So I'm, I'm floating backwards and forwards above this cray. I've got, <laughs> I loaded my gun. Visualising it. Yeah. I, I loaded my gun, filled my snorkel full of water, loaded my gun with my prong on it. And I thought, now, how am I going to shoot this cray? So it's sitting there and it's looking at me underneath the rock. And then I realised I could stand up. It was only 1,200 deep, but looking through my goggles. So I stood up, looked under this rock at this cray looking at me, and I still shot him in the tail. Did you get it? Yeah, I got it. My first ever and one and only cray. How big was he? Oh, he was a good one. He came home. You little beauty. So that, But, yeah, I stood up. It was only waist deep. It looked, it, from my goggles and my eyesight, looked so like... So your I waist would, deep would be just over a foot. No, it was about a metre deep, 1,200 deep. I thought it was <laughs> deeper, and then I, oh, I can stand up here and shot it. Wow. But Nabby, Nabby would jump out my boat, and he would just go... That reef edge between Middle Reef and the island... He would just go all the way along that. And do a right out of it? Trout. Craze, mate, he shot one of the biggest craze I've ever seen in my life on there. It was huge. Really? I've got a photo of it somewhere at home. Where's Nabby these days? Oh, he's down Brizzy Way somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, finished his footy. Off he went. Never made the first grade. Was pretty good reserve grade Cowboys player. Yeah, yeah. Um, but never made the top grade. Anyway, um, one day there we're over there and I've lost him. And I, I couldn't see him. Just went home. No, no, I'm panicking. You would have. And then 
I looked in the distance and I seen two fins go up in the air and I drove about, oh, it felt like two kilometres, but he was only about five or 600 metres away. So that that's the only ever spearfishing I've ever done. And did I like it? It wasn't for me. It wasn't, no. wasn't what I do, but... Um, no, I enjoy it. I thought it was fun. I just wasn't... And I don't think I don't I never think, gave it enough time. I don't think that that spear fishermen are any different to line fishermen for wiping out an area. I don't. Think okay. There's probably good and there's probably bad. It's it's in everything. So yeah, fair enough. So no, I don't have a problem with them, mate. No, no. Me Only never. when I hook them with my vibe when they're in my spot. If I to see, uh, I, like I said at the beginning of that segment, I find it really interesting. I enjoy watching the spear fishing video because as fishers, we can learn a lot from that. I like watching the fish How behavior. They cruise through the, yeah. yeah, yeah, the fish, but exactly, Gary. What they're doing, what we can't see. Well, I, one thing that I do like watching, and I know a couple of the guys, Zach and Cam, and those guys that are really, really good at it, um, is that some of the super well-known pieces of structure that are around West Point in those areas that we fish reg regularly when we get out there and a lot of people fish regularly, mm. whether it be with vibes or bait or whatever, um, is the quality of fish that are down there that don't take yeah. soft plastics, don't take bait. Um, the size of some of the barras and trout that are on those wrecks where you see umpteen boats fishing it. But that's that's the other case in point because them barras aren't there to feed supposedly otherwise we would get eaten every now and again so they that's their rest spot but then you get the spearos come in yeah but they don't go, take everyone no no there no, might no. be a school I, of 10 and like i say yeah 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 so so no i don't i don't have a problem with it mate it's and i don't think they would do harm to an area where they can get it's like us um if we have a, a good spot we won't just keep going and going and going and going and, and if they've got a good spot and they won't shoot everything and then not go back there and not get a feed again so yeah fair enough so yeah it's an interesting one um there's probably people out there that go no that's crap they wipe everything out but then as we always say there's fishos that do the same fill their bag limit and off they go and go back and fill their bag limit again the next day so yeah horses for courses mate they don't bother me i just um it's pretty impressive some of the depths they they dive down to to shoot a mackerel or i'm interested to get back to this particular spot that i went to at the back of the island last week um where i was using the um the the jerk shads and obviously the squid vicious uh, berkeley so berkeley squid vicious berkeley jerk shad yeah um no action in the jerk shad so you want none at all just a pintail or a fork tail fork yep Forktail and fish love them. They do. It's an interesting thing, isn't it? it yeah, most definitely. There's no paddle. There's no vibe. It's just the a smell irritates me a little bit, but that sends the fish crazy. Yep. I'm not the biggest fan of it. Um, they can be messy to use. They, things go wrong. The bags break. The water goes off. They go off and everything. But it's well. Uh, my only thing with it would be if I was gonna, I wouldn't bulk buy. No, you can't with stuff like that. No. Can't, can't bulk buy, you just got to buy um, what you think you're going to use for that trip and, and keep keep replenishing and, and so forth. So um, I went into Tackle World last week and brought a tub of or, or a bottle, almost like a shampoo bottle of the liquid Yep. and put new liquid in. Because I think once that liquid loses that yeah. oil colour and starts turning black, so it might be time, time, uh, to, go. time, time to flick oh, I've got that. some squid vicious at home in my reef cupboard yeah which and you can imagine how much the reef cupboard gets used at my joint Ugh. i pulled some squid vicious out there the other day 
and there was no liquid in the packet, and the squid vicious were about half the size or less. They were just like little grubby ants with long legs hanging in the bag. That's disappointing, though. You might as well put them in the. Oh, bed. they're gone. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's game over. But yeah, man. with that type of stuff, you you do you can't use a lure, and they're they're basically sacrificial. You can't use one mm. and go, oh, that's all right. I'll put it back in the bag with all the new ones. Yeah. No, you just go in the bin with you. Yeah, I got uh, three or four takes on them. Yep. Uh, where they were just unstoppable and straight back into the reef. So from deep water, it was um, like they'd taken me a little of the way up. Um, when I say a little way, probably about a metre and a half, two metres off the bottom. And, um, yeah, just unstoppable. What size jig head were you running on them? Well, uh, uh, half ounce. You try and get away with as light as possible. Oh, three eighth is my favourite, but out there around yep. desolation and that, Bit it's deep. 60 to 80 for the water. So if the quarter ounce is just um there's such a thing as too light yeah and that's exactly what i had there hey guys we might go to our next song and ad break yeah we're gonna make a, a phone call um who dom, are we calling dom from shimano i said dom to dom if we're, if we're on air if we're on air dom i said we'll give you a ring yeah and uh we'll have a chat what's happening down at the world of shimano these days beautiful oh well let's continue with our uh, musical theme I'm sure you've guessed it from the first one. Was it something to do with electricity? No, not at all.
everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999900. Station sponsor. It's Mates Rates at Harvey Norman. Save $200 on LG 420 litre bottom mount fridge. Now $1,097. Save $470 on Dyson's powerful V15 Detect V2 Absolute Stick Pack. Now just $974. Save over $1,000 on Samsung The Frame 65 inch QLED TV. Now $1,495. Plus big deals on matching Samsung soundbars. Don't miss Mates Rates on coffee machines, cooking appliances, and more. In store and online. Harvey Norman Mates Rates. On now. Station sponsor. Every day's a good day. Stop wishing. Every day's a chance to drift away. Drift away. Every day's a good day for fishing. See you down attack the world today. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Flood water can be dangerous. So have a yarn to your mob about staying off flooded roads and away from stormwater drains. Whether you're on the roads or close to home, going near flood water is never a good idea. Make a plan to keep your mob safe. And remember, if it's flooded, forget it. Search flooded, forget it for more information. Authorised by the Queensland Government. Brisbane station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show, and that was a rather busy little ad break for us, guys. It was, we got mate. a hell of a lot of numbers through there. Right at the end of it, we tried giving their mate from Shimano Dom a call, but uh, Dom said, stick it up your butt. I'm not answering the phone. So no, hopefully he'll, he'll, he'll call us a little around. bit later. He'll be... He'll be um he won't be very happy this week. Yeah. So we're in a couple of weeks. Lost we the Sydney sorry. six Sydney Sixers didn't win the BBL, so he'll be crying in his pillow. Down in well, basketball. In, no, no cricket. BBL. Oh. Big Bash. Ah, oh, the Big Bash League. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. So he'll be crying in his pillow that mm. Sydney Sixers lost. Oh, okay. There. Beat by Brisbane Heat. We'll let him know if he rings back. So probably not a good idea yet. No, he's a big lad. <coughs> All right, fair enough. Um, so your your ju- which work best? Your squid vicious or your jerk baits? Both work yeah. well. Yeah, and the vibes work well. I got them on vibes as well. So yep. yeah, no, it's just a nice fun. Do you find with the jerk baits because they're a seven inch lure and with a jig head is more is closer to the head? Do you find a lot of tail bites? Yeah, I actually got a lot of tail bites. I think there was a heap of mackerel out last weekend. I lost a lot of gear. 
Really? Yeah, yeah. I lost, um, I lost um, sort of hooked apparel vibes. I lost gimps. I lost jerk shads. Snipping, I, I lost, them, just snipping off on the yeah, drop, yeah like not even feeling it. Just don't you hate that? Yeah, hate it. And then everything just goes slack, and your line just starts floating, floating. in the breeze. Like, what's happened here? I see. Uh, West Point's bad for that for little mackerel. I seen. Yeah. I seen Aldina when we fished over there oh, many years ago. It was so. It was back in the day when um, the um, Trans Ams were just were popular. Oh, so we're knocking off thirty dollar lures. So Al pulled one out of the packet, tied it on, and it wouldn't have even gone ten foot under the boat to the bottom, and it was gone. So how'd that? Work out. It was funny. It was funny. But when we uh, when you're chasing, if if you can get it to the to the bottom, one of the um, little tricks that, that well, I suppose it's not a trick. Heaps of people will do it. Yeah. Is I when I get it to the bottom, is not do violent high lifts. Only lift it a foot off yeah, the bottom. Yeah, we, we often talk about that. Yeah, That's the do way very to do, it. do very small lifts because the what you tend to find is a bit different if it's a metal slice because. You're winding at high speed back yeah. to the boat to try and catch a mackerel. But with your vibes and your soft plastics, once you get it down there, if they don't snip it off on the way down, um, just do a smaller lift um, yep. on the bottom. So Because it, 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 it's very rare, but it can happen that a mackerel will grab it off the bottom um, and snip it off. So You've you, got a lot less chance. You've so. got a lot less chance. So do very um, shallow lifts. Don't lift that rod tip three, five up in the air because yep. a mackerel's gonna gonna grab it so now as we often talk about on our show we love yep. uh feedback from our listeners good and bad uh things to talk about and so forth and one of our listeners uh on the instagram page and we're not going to do it this week or next because that's barra but the following after that just wants to uh, have a talk on um boats not just yours and my boats uh but you yeah, know what uh, we're running interesting uh, currently what we're running and what motors we're running that's tony tony messaged us um, let me just stalk Tony and just see where he lives because, uh, as you know now, um, a lot of our listeners are out of town all over the place. And so. Mick, thanks yesterday for um, the check-in message, buddy. I would really appreciate that. Yeah, Tony's interstate, so, so yeah, Tony, we shall uh What was his about... question? His question was, hi, loving <coughs> the show, keen to hear more about your current boats, outboards, trailers, etc., and what boat you are keen on buying next. Keep up the good work, Gary. Your music's sensational. Did, did he write that last bit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I have a look? No, leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> right, I, th and look, I think that would be quite an interesting topic. That's a great interest, and how we set our boats up. Yeah. Um, because we do set, we're all different with our boats. Some people's boats are just absolute pigsties with with thongs and boats, rods and yeah, but they love laying it. Laying all over the floor, but it's a pigsty that's in a shambles. It's in a bit of a order, so yes. they know how. I mean, that's the best way to put it. So they they know where anything is laying in their pigsty. So uh, so no, it's all good. Um, but and then some people's are immaculate. If you leave, I a, need my boat neat. Yeah, I you, need it clean. If you leave a pair of pliers in the wrong spot, <coughs> they get moved or stuff like that. So that's a great topic. Well, I Tony, find it just a you. safety thing for me. Well, I do. Like if I'm marlin fishing, everything is out of the way. Yeah, because you don't want an angry little billfish, and then having to step over a tackle bag to get over the gaff, to get over the tag pole, to get over some knives, to get over the pliers. No, fair to, enough. To grab your gloves, to grab it by the beak. You just want an open cockpit 
um, where you can walk around the boat, that fish swims around the boat. So it's a great topic and we won't talk about it now. No. Um, Barra season coming up, Marty. Very, uh, very exciting. That is on Thursday. What is your plan? Have you got? Have you thought about it? I haven't thought of a plan, mate, and everybody knows that uh, I don't go looking for those big fish. No. I like those 40 to 50 You are right, everyone knows. 40 to centimetre style barra, but this year may chase some bigger fish. Okay. Yeah, so, no, I'm just going to do my usual thing, mate. I just go Oh, down. I wouldn't. I'll try, I'll try I'll and change it up a bit, guys. I, uh, I'll probably just, I don't know, I'll go down to Morrissey's on Sunday yep. next week. My, Morrissey's my favourite. Um, I'll probably go down to Morrissey's and, and have a poke around and... Like you do, mate. I don't think we're going to have too much rain that's going to affect us. I don't think so. I just hope there's a bit of cloud cover because sitting in that sun um, this time of year can be uh, absolutely horrible, um, take plenty of water. So that's my plan, mate. And then we've spoken about um, at length the um, trolling in the shallows, which I want to try and do. And, and I've even been thinking it outside Hinchinbrook. Like, we always go... Oh, it just hasn't got the same feel to it, though. No, but when you go down the grassy banks at the Horton... Yes. Um, you've got the steeper side, obviously, but on the left-hand side, you've got those mud flats coming out of the mangroves with all those drains. Yeah. On a high tide, um, with a shallow running lure just working your way along there. And one thing, and this was many, many moons ago, um, when... When Kerry, um, when Crowdy was the sergeant of police at Guru, I used to fish with Crowdy regularly. I had the shop back then. Right. And we always used to talk about going down to the Horton on a big full moon, a big bright full moon at top of the tide mm. and trolling that shallow edge on the grassy banks. And we never, ever did it. Right. And so that was, that was another thought I've been putting past because, as you know, um, how often do you the people throwing cast nets or when you throw a cast net on, on the grassy banks there, um, on those and all those drains, throw your cast net and you get ratty barrows in amongst all the prawns. Most definitely. So there's another option for me is uh, on that side of the river, on the grassy banks at the Horton, um, is trolling some shallow running lures. Because what else there. are you going to do? I mean, there's other options, but yeah, on a, but a it's three di- metre plus tide. Yeah, but it's different, Marty. We... we we seem to drop back. Although we catch fish, we still drop back to the same old stuff. We still go. It, it's really hard for a fisherman, especially a lure fisherman, not so much bait. It's really hard for a lure fisherman to go drive past somewhere where he's caught a fish to go to somewhere where he's never fished. Mm. It's so hard to drive past that. Let's take a call real yeah, quick, Gaz, just mate. in case. We're hoping to get hold of Dom. Whoop. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, mate. It's Jose. I've got a question for Gary. Shoot, Jose. Fire away, mate. Um, it's very important I get the correct answer. It, um, when he goes for a poke around Magnetic Island using his noodle rod, does he use sun cream and uh, mosquito insect repellent? Do you, Gary? Uh, no insect repellent, but sunscreen, yes. Okay, I just wonder, mate, if you've got a bit sunburned, it might be painful there. Yeah. No, no, mate. It's it's all good. I'm not going, I'm not entertaining your crudeness today, Jose. <laughs> mate, 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 you put it out there. I'm just asking the public would like to know, um, you know, so they don't get sunburned. No, it's it's pretty good, mate. Do you want to see okay. the tan tan lines? 
Sorry? Do you want to see the no, tan no, lines? No, no, I don't. <laughs> no. no, on a serious side. Yeah, I take my noodle rod, and, and when I take Marty, he's got a stroker. Okay. Short. Long. Okay. <laughs> yes, on a serious note, mate, what can we help you with today besides sure. a number? So we were talking about the difference between um, guys spearfishing and um, fishermen. Yes. Um, the one thing I say, um, yeah, whether fish are on a spot or not on a spot, it's fish swim, and as you, as you know, you can fish a, a wreck today and get a whole heap of fish. Skin diver will come in tomorrow, and um, he, he'll take some fish, and two days later, there's no fish on the thing. It may be tide, it may be water quality or whatever, I don't know, but I'm curious that so many people can't understand, like, you go fishing in the creek. Today, you might get a haul of fish, yep. come back and fish the same place tomorrow the same tide and all that sort of stuff and there's no fish why uh yeah that is it you understand what i mean you know um it may be just nature but um i, I understand i used to do some um snorkel diving when i was a younger fella on the south coast in new south wales yeah and you can you can go there one day it can be exactly the same conditions that you had the day before and there's no fish there and my theory is same as um nature animals in the wild in the jungle you might see them under a tree one day and and you come back expecting to be in the same area and they're not there why because yeah. they can move and i think that is one of the things that people keep forgetting yeah it is mate and and we all know that mate it's it's no matter yeah. whether you're on a shoal or or wherever you are you yeah. can go out to a shoal today and get some nice red emperor or nice nannies and go to that same rock um tomorrow or the next day and and get a heap of trigger fish so uh, it, it's yeah. just being at the right spot at the right time and the then right time, yeah. and and i'm and sure and i'm sure people and and there's guys out there that rely on on fishing for a living and there's and whether it be yeah. a charter operator or whether it be a commercial fisherman that write all that down and have worked mm -hmm. a pattern out um, and gone, yes, and this is why the, the tide's not strong enough against that rock, or, or uh, and I'm sure yeah. there's something like that. The moon's not right, or whereas someone like me just goes fishing um, to go fishing. I don't have to rely on catching a fish to, to, to pay the bills. So I just yeah. go and then I go, oh, there's nothing there today, but I'll still go back there the next time I go for a fish, and then I might strike it lucky. And then I scratch my head again the next time I go and go, why well, wasn't there any fish there again? So, yeah, you're right. Um, it's an interesting yeah, um, um, thought process. Do you keep a diary? Um, many years ago, Jose, I kept a diary when I had the tackle store. I used to write yeah. down every, um, every trip I did, whether it be good or bad. And mm -hmm. what happened in the end was I would open up the diary on the same sort of tides and same sort of weather, and it yeah. said never caught a fish but i would go anyway so i thought what's the point of having a diary for me <laughs> if i'm going to go on the days that say I, I was never that selective i never looked at that diary um and yeah. said this is the day i'm going because i caught um three good barrows at this spot on this day or and then i just went well what's the point I, i'm still going to go fishing whether it says that was a good day or a bad day um so yeah. i ended up stopped doing it i did start like everyone yeah. else does, I did start and then in the end um, I just went, no, because I'm going to go fishing whether it says it's a good day or a bad day, a windy day or a rainy day. We go or, when we can these days, yeah. don't we? 
Yeah, and that's it, Marty. So, so no, I didn't, and now I don't, mate. No, do I look at um? Do I look at when the tides are to to um of what time I leave home? Yes, I do. Especially with lure fishing, if I was if I fished with bait, probably not. Um, if I was lure fishing a sister creek system, and it says low tides at one o'clock, and I want to be, I, I like that hour and a half before before the low tide and the the hour after and I don't feel like a big day, I probably won't leave home till 10 o'clock or 10.30. Mm-hmm. Um, so I look at stuff like that. That's about it, mate. If I just want a day out on the water, I just go and then scratch my head of why the tide's so high and I'm not catching any fish until it gets a little bit lower. So, no, um, diaries and and stuff like that, no. I, I did it and I stopped doing it. I think we all, in our really keen days, we're yes. all a part of that. Yeah. And you know what? It's a good idea. It did help things. Oh, it does. But it, like you said, Marty, and, and like everyone knows, if, you, if you're looking at a diary, like Nathan Rin or, or Adam Finlay or those guys that rely on um, catching fish... Um, probably religiously look at the moon and the, they do. the sun and the yeah. tides and the barometer and all that. They have to. Um, but but me, I just go, oh, the weather's looking good. I'll put the boat. We'll go for a run today. So, so yes, yeah. mate, I'm, I just – these days we fish, um, um, I don't know, not for the challenge but just to get out on the water. And if I, if I catch some fish, um, I've had a good day. If I don't catch fish, well, it's the same as every other day. So, so yeah, no, I'm, mate. I'm, I'm the same as you. Well, I used to use a diary. Yep. Um, but for the same reason, like if I was fishing today and I'd... Oh, you're breaking up there a bit, mate. That. Yep. And the only difference may be the rain or maybe a breeze or something, but I still, if I caught fish, I'm the same. I'll go and try the same spot and say, hey, I didn't catch fish that last time. Maybe there's fish here this time and, and you could be right or wrong, um, but that's what I say. That's my theory. Is a lot of places that people go to and they don't catch fish. The fish are moved. They might have moved twenty meters up the creek yep. to the next snag. And if I don't fish that snag, I miss that area. But I put it down in that that snag. I didn't catch or that area. I didn't catch fish. But yeah, um, I'm the same as you. I, I don't don't fish anymore. Uh, I've sold my boat, as you know. And that, yeah. Uh, but yeah. See, that was my idea with yeah. the diary. It gave me the basics, and uh, there are little conditions to do change that you don't write down. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. One thing I've learnt idea. with barras over the years is um, you can have a nice barra snag that holds fish most of the time, uh, but the only difference from you pulling a fish off that snag and not pulling a fish off that snag, and this is lure fishing, we're not, not bait bait fishing, is is how close you get that lure to that fish. Some days that barrel will come out two or three foot to grab that lure. Some days on the same snag you have to land that lure almost on his head um, for him to get yeah. a bite. They're still there, but um, it's just uh, how you want. And then that comes down to, to whether... Um, is it a different time of tide, or is the, and and I don't go into it like that. If they if they're not going to bite on that tree where I usually get them, I'll I'll just keep going and and just I just like drifting down the creek, throwing lures against banks and trees and and stuff like that. Yeah. So no, mate. Once upon a time, we all did it a diary, um, and and yep. and yeah, it, it made very good um, fire starter when I was camping. Well, you just brought up another point with throwing lures. 
uh, Gary, and yep. using live bait. Uh, I see a lot of guys will park their boat in the middle of the river and use a live bait, but um, how about throwing your live bait up against the snag like you do with a lure? Oh, it'd work work a treat, yeah. and it does for a lot you of know, people. And you yeah. do get more bites, I, I think, with prawns and, and live bait compared to lures. Um, yeah, well, you're taking taking the live bait to the, to the fish rather than the fish yeah. have to swim out 10 or 15 metres to find it. So, yeah. to me, a live bait is just the same as uh, throwing a lure. Um, and I used to throw them without a, a weight on it because the fish would do the swimming. Yeah, yeah, mate, I, I don't do any live baiting these days. I, I just like drifting along. Yeah. Um, throwing lures or bouncing a lure across the bottom. So yeah, I don't uh, I don't get into the technicalities anymore of looking at the moon. I know, I know a lot of guys do. I know um, Reese loves looking when the moon moon's up for the bite yeah. and stuff like that, and and they're very super keen around those those phases. But um, but yeah, it it might if I, maybe if I went and 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 fish to those um, strategies, it would pro- I would probably fish miles better than what I do. Um, or might get better quality fish than what I do, but mate, I, I'm past those those um, um, technicalities of fishing. Something. I'm going to say something that's not against the way Marty fishes, but you fish. Um, you, attitude is a lot. If you go fishing and you, and you want to catch fish and take them home, Gary, like I said, I never used to eat a lot of fish, so I just go fishing for the sheer fun of yep. it. Um, and nothing against Marty that uh, Marty's fishes the way he does that's great to him if you go to catch a feed of fish and enjoy it that's great i used to go and like i say i could have a great day come home and not get a, a fish yeah um, that was my attitude and you're right 99 percent of it um comes back to your attitude and the way you want to fish your style yeah and um, it's like bill fishing i i like i've said many a time with bill fishing when i go out and chase a a marlin or a sailfish i'm out there all day and i drive over so many reds um and and see mackerel and stuff like that but i'm i i don't chase them i'm i'm there to try and catch a billfish whereas the other month i actually went no i'm leaving the marlin gear at home and i'm going to take some bottom bashing gear and fish all these little spots that i see when i'm chasing billfish and we got emperor and largemouth which were i brung home so so yeah and and don't get me wrong mate if i was down the creek if i'm down the creek on sunday chasing a barra and i get um a couple of legal barras they're going in the esky um and on the ice so so yeah mate we it's still enjoy it it's it's good fun and that's what it should be all about yeah um yeah. Yeah, good and, stuff. You chasing the um, yeah. number? Yeah, mate, if you got one for me. I have one for you, mate. Number 17 for you. Number 17. I wish I was that age again. Uh, I feel it some <laughs> days, but then the last couple of days I felt about 117. Uh, yeah. No, but we live in North Queensland, mate. This is what we get. Ah, uh, we put up with it. That's why we're here, mate. We love it. We're lucky it wasn't Category 5 or something because people can argue over the category, but just look at the good side of it. We're still up upright and their houses are intact and all that good stuff. Yeah, mate, and a lot of our listeners are ringing in from out in their cars because they haven't got power and, and well, uh, grabbing chainsaws and all sorts. You haven't got power up at your joint? No, no, Wolgaroo, mate, we haven't got power. I'm running a generator too, so but um, it's good. And I'll give, a, I'll give a plug. Don't tell anybody, but... 
Hondas are good. Yeah, I've got one, mate. I was talking to someone from Kelso just before, and um, the Cyclone did $400,000 worth of improvements up there. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you, Jose. Okay, mate. Take care. I'm only joking, Kelsoians. Good on you, mate. You have a nice weekend. Thanks, Jose. You too. Thanks, mate. See you, buddy. Bye. But no, I love them up there. They were, there's a lot up there without power as well. So. Yeah, most most definitely. So uh, so yeah, a lot of people driving around, a lot of people cleaning up their yards and stuff like that yeah. that don't have power. There's more. Peop- I saw a message from Kingy. He's in Garbutt, but he's got his power. He's on the rich part of Garbutt. Is there one? Oh, Clint is. Surely yeah. there isn't one there. There is. There is indeed. Must be a very small block. Be a rich part of Garbutt. <laughs> don't you get them involved in your little snarliness? <laughs> You leave the garbatarians out of it. They're there. No, there's a lot of people, and uh, we're all in the same boat. So uh, uh, everyone, um, yeah, keep your, keep your wits with you. Have a little bit of a laugh, and that's all we can do is um, move along. Yeah, for sure. As we say, Marty. Well, we might knock over, over our next um, ad. Uh, might try and and get Dom from yeah, Shimano try Dom again. Time. I don't want to annoy him well, if he doesn't I, answer this time we're I shutting did, him I did message Dom and say look mate I don't know whether we're going to be on air we'll try and ring you if we're on if if you don't hear from us we're not on so so and if it's uh, not on it's not on that's right me noodle rod noodle rod all right let's continue in our vein a lot of people won't know this song but it's a bloody cracker guys yeah. uh, get ready Carlisle Gardens Oh, no, it's a groovy Get your walking frames out and get ready to boogie.
for Deadly by Dark from 7 to 10 p.m. Friday and Saturday night. Playing all your R&B, hip-hop, rap and reggae from the 80s to now on your two deadly radio station. 107.1 FM 4K1G. Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great, you'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts, and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Weather in Queensland is extreme. We have floods, bushfires, heat waves, storms, and cyclones. That's why during extreme weather events, it's important to watch for the warnings. Yellow means advice. A weather event has started. Stay up to date. Orange means watch and act. Conditions are changing. Start taking action. Red means emergency warning. Take action now. Any delay puts your life at risk. Find out more. Search. Watch for the warnings. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477-999-900. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. If you're looking to enjoy the outdoors this summer, call ALEC. ALEC makes it easy with lithium packages to suit your boat, caravan, or camping rig. Ensure faster charging, longer battery run times, solar charging, and superior handling as lithium batteries are lighter than ever before. ALEC are your red arc specialists. State of the art electric braking systems. Station sponsor. Flood water can be dangerous. So have a yarn to your mob about staying off flooded roads and away from stormwater drains. Whether you're on the roads, or close to home, going near flood water is never a good idea. Make a plan to keep your mob safe. And remember, if it's flooded, forget it. Search flooded, forget it for more information. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And we've just had confirmation that our good mate Lance Butler is going to be in on the show with us live next Saturday morning, buddy. How good and, is that? And uh, we'll have Jester in with us. Hopefully, and, um, have you messaged Steve? Yes, I can't wait to... Uh, Steve, Jester said yes, I'm in. Uh, yeah, he's he's all all for it. He's been keen, especially once I mentioned Lance. Which will be a really good show because um, what what we'll do is um, you sit there with them, um, and and then we've only got two seats in the studio plus you. So I'll um, yeah. I'll take phone calls outside and definitely if anyone has some questions, I'll be able to get the question, bring it into the boys, yeah, um, and say. Uh, can you answer this? Definitely. We've had some um, brilliant minds, fishing minds in the studio over the past 10 or so years. None today. Uh, um, no, none today. <laughs> Just you and I in today. Yes. There's no point 
lying, Gary. Well, I didn't, mate. I'm no. not beating around the bush. Um, and uh, so, yeah, this will just be another good one. And over the year, we're going to have a stack more. We'll have our Reese Bully Moores back in. We'll have our 90s to talk about his sort of thing. We'll have a whole heap of people. Um, well, you'll have a little run of, of just you and a guest um, coming up in Definitely, March. most definitely. I'll ring in from wherever I am. Well, and if we take the call, we'll see. Depends what mood I'm in. You will take the call. Sorry, Gary. When I go on my little trip. Yeah, I know. There was going to be a surprise for my dad's 80th, but I think my daughter let the cat out of the bag with dad. Oh, no. Yeah, so it doesn't matter. How? How did she let the cat out of the bag? I think she blabbed a little bit when she was talking to dad's girlfriend, Laurel, so. But it doesn't matter. It's still going to be great to be down there for his his well, that's a bit disappointing. You would have been... Anyway, th- these things happen. Well, I was going to be a little surprised. Wait at the Chinese... His dad likes his Chinese. Wait at the Chinese restaurant and Dad walks in and I'm sitting there with Kayleen and would have been a really nice surprise. Oh, that he'd crack a craps because he thought that you were visiting, uh, come to his town without contacting him. Yeah, it falls <laughs> over and has a heart attack. But no, it'll be, it'll be nice to be down there for his 80th. So my sister was planning a party with 30-odd people. She rang me. She probably thinks I'm a bit rude. Because you know how I'm not a socialite, like going to barbecues and no. stuff like that. And she's trying to organise a party for 30 people for Dad. And I said, well, organise it mm. without me. Oh. oh. I said, I just want to sit down and have a, a feed with Dad and and you, my sister, for his 80th. And Mum's not around with us anymore, but... Mm. But um, just uh, I don't it, st- it'd be special whatever yeah. you do, and I don't want to sit with thirty other people that I don't ever that I don't know. Yeah, I, but it's different. Yeah. Like I got my fiftieth this year. I'm definitely doing. Are you fifty? Oh, happy birthday, Wade! He was 50 Wade. The other he was day. fifty. Yeah, old mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah but I'm talking 50. about me at the moment. Wade looks about seventy-five these days. No, seventy-three at best. Sorry. Be careful. You're 50 this year. 50 this year. So, um, and I was thinking of doing it up at, at Lucinda, but it's, that's going to be too hard. Beck and I are looking at the logistics of it and everything. So, and then I was going to have a huge one, and I don't want to do that no more. I it's didn't. just going to be a little sort of, but even like my, my close, close mates, I don't know how to narrow it down, but um, it's still, there'll still be 30 odd there, but it would just be something fun that we do here in, in town and so forth. Yeah. And it's still going to be an entry fee of one jackal, squirrel. No presents, but that, that is the present. Here we go. Jackal squirrels. We've spoke about them before. Your favourite Baralua. Why? You brought me one for Christmas. Oh, boy. What a good colour that was. What a lovely colour that was. Thanks, now, buddy. Um, why? Why do they? Why do you like them and why do you think they fish so good? Because a lure is a lure. A lure is a lure. For me, they're just... Yeah, and, what and is it with them? I hate jigging them. I reckon they're snot to jig. Yeah. Um, slow rolling, though. They're just next level. But there's and so like, many on the but, but there's well, so many on the market. Berkeley have have theirs. Um, Samaki have theirs. It's just they do. It's just just so many lures. But what what leads you to a jackal squirrel? Or what leads to the boys <gasps> who fish regularly um, to jackal squirrels? What is it with that? The, to me, the, the, I don't. I can't to answer me, the, that. The hooks look oversized. To me. They grab every branch that they swim past. It's as though those hooks reach out and grab a branch to me. Yeah, and that's um, and you, you know what? You're not on your own with that. Yeah, you're really not. I know people who fish them a lot. Remember, I'm fishing in them in uh, um, yeah, and like Gav just said, don't you find the hooks are a bit soft on the jackals? Oh, there, Gav, uh, with uh, Nate and Bo. All oh, right, yeah, um, yeah, definitely the hooks are, but. 
Um, I do. Uh, oh man, oh, Reese put me onto the right hooks to use. St. I'll have to look Are it they up. Iona. Yes. Yeah. 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 How re- lucky are we? The Reese sent me in the, uh, the what, what they uh, are, Jones. and you can't bend them bastards. They're great. Davy Jones sent oh, me. Oh, good morning, Dave. DJ. He said it's seventy knots. What effect will it have on marks, etc., and sand movement out there? It's got to have a massive effect, surely. It's got to do something. But will it do anything without the rain, Gary? Without the well, massive flow out the of the system of the rivers? Yeah, it's an interesting one. So time will tell. Um, but yeah, the yeah. Look, the hooks are soft on them, um, but they're big. They look oversized. So yeah, but that's all something to do the, the way it suspends. I suppose they've had to do yeah, that. And, so many and lures. Rem- so like it. I say, the jig did nothing for. But okay, for me, like, and when I. Sight fish, because there is such a thing as sight fishing. Uh, not Melanie. if you listen to certain people down south. Yeah, yeah. You're just a gronk. But anyway, <laughs> apparently, you idiot. But um, oh, I went on the tangent of attackment. Um, you did. How rude were you? But like, when I when I get my lure, a jackal, a white one, uh, down at one of white? my spots. White. white. Yeah, yeah. But... Like I've said to you before, I've been proven with, with Ash. I, had, I was in the boat with Ash one night, and he had some crappy green thing on. A jackal as well? Jackal, or? and he outfished me three to one. Um, so, And that was on the green of a night time in the lights. So, But anyway, and he was using a jackal. Yep. When, when I throw it past it and bring it back just on a slow retrieve, nine times out of ten... The um the barrows can't help themselves. They woof it down. Did you? Uh, I don't know what it is about it. The way they shimmy. I preferred a non-rattling version. Um, I know people who have put single hooks on them. Yeah. Trying to leave I it. Can't, I can't get my head around that. And it's probably a great it thing to do. It works all right. They, oh they yeah. Rates good. One thing with your little trip around the island the other day. Um. Did you? You did. Did you ever think of just stopping on some of those rocky headlands and throwing a hard body at them and slow rolling? I always do because there's a couple of YouTube yeah. videos out where they're doing that and getting some really really nice trout. How, did you get anything last week? Any bumps, bites? No, nipples? I didn't do that. All, all I did was um. Was uh, roll my um, was was uh, vibe yep. and um, and jerk shad. That was it. So no no throwing um, at the bombies and so forth, which is a great thing to do. Time is of the essence, though. Remember when you're going to put the boat and back on the so trailer hot. at yeah. ten o'clock? Yeah. You know you launch at five o'clock. You blink and it's eight thirty. Then you blink again and you're like, wow, it's already ten thirty, eleven o'clock. I'm yeah, the time goes, and it's and it, you you buggered because plus my bilge on the boat, like I have mentioned, scrapped itself, and I don't with that little problem I've got, whatever it is, I still can't find it. Um, I wasn't going to mess around being on the being on the water on my own. No, and now um, talking of the seventy knot gusts in the bay, as we all know, there is. Oh wait, yes, yeah, sorry, keep going. As we know, there is the wave boy out past Sally. And the maximum height for the waves during the cyclone was seven metres. Seven metres? Yes, that was the maximum wave height. was seven. We had a couple of seven metres out there. The average was um, nearly five, four and a half metres, but there was a couple of sevens out there. That's from the government wave height boy that's out there. Bar Sally there. Wow. See it there? That is amazing. Seven metre seas, that's... that's. Uh, so there was a couple. It wouldn't have been prolonged. It would have been... It that's what brought the Ongala up. down, but worse. Yeah, there you go. So, uh, so yeah, she was fairly savage out there. 
Yes. Hey, we were just talking about the, um, uh, the the hooks for the jackals. Yes. Now, if you're a jackal user and you like them and you don't like the hooks that they come with, and why wouldn't you like them? Because they're crap. Yeah. Um, they're not crap. They're just too soft. We're chasing barrows with them. The barrows make a mess of them. Um, okay, so write this down. And this is uh, straight from Reese. Reese Bullymore. Um, I went and brought a few packets. The lure still suspends exactly the same way, and the hooks are incredible. They're really good. And they are the decoys. Y for yellow, S for Sam, 81, number fours. Decoy YS81. Yep, decoy YS81, number fours. There you go. To go on your Jackal Squirrel 79. So That is something I will have to do this week when I think Tackle World's open today um, and is get some replacement trebles for my lures because... I'm, it gets to that time, doesn't it? I don't wash my... When I get home... My lures just go straight back in the tackle box. Right. So when I pull that lure out next time I go fishing and break the rust off it, sharpen it up, away I go. Yeah, fair enough. So maybe uh, I'll have to get some hooks and and redo it. But it's coming up quick. Uh, Everyone, a lot of people hanging out for for the barrow season to start, as they do. And we'll have a lot of stories, a lot of photos come in. Have you actually got the weather for today? Uh, no, I haven't even looked, Marty. Why don't you have a look? And I might get Em on the phone, eh? It's getting to that time. It is. Let me go to Ames and just see what is happening out in our bay. I was talking to Dazza just before, Big Daz. How uh, is Big Daz? He's good. He's out at Woolgaroo and he said it's raining quite nicely out there at the moment. So Is it really? So, he so said, we're finally getting something. Well, there we go. Not very good in the bay. 20 knots from the north. Davies Reef is north northeasterly at 18 knots, and the Yongala's been blown off the water like it did 150 years ago. Yes. So it's not registering at the Yongala. So, uh, so yeah, a little bit lumpy out there. So be a good weekend to uh, sit back with no electricity and get your lures and hooks and everything ready um, to prepare yourself for the barra season. Speaking of the barra season, what better place to chase barras? than Hinchinbrook Channel. How are you, Em? I'm very well, thank you. How are we? I'm good, thank you. How you got? How you... See how seasoned you were? There was a massive pause and you just knew the wait there, Em. I know, yeah. I feel like we're veterans now. We've got, we're just so professional. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not anyone else would have been like, hello? Hello? <laughs> Is, he talk- Is he talking to me? How'd you fare? I'm, fa- I'm a quick study. <laughs> how'd you fare with the cyclone? Yeah, good. We um, we definitely didn't get as much of uh, the cyclone as what you guys did. So we battened down the hatches and prepared for the worst. And, um, yeah, we, we didn't really get anything uh, too crazy out of it. Just a couple of leaves blown around and that's about it. Um, but, you know, you got to get prepared anyway. So, yeah, Lodge is all good. We're, we're totally all 100% good. Beautiful. Gaz had to explain something to me because I was confused. Listening to the weather, the warning reports and everything on their radio stations here, they're all like, oh, the Whit Sundays is copying it and there's already uh, 40 knot gusts coming through the Whit Sundays and everything. And I'm looking at the map and I'm thinking, hang on, where the one, it's heading straight for us. Why is everyone going on about the Whit Sundays copying it? And and Gary, the main reason was is because you're saying on the map, if you have a yeah. look at it, the Whit Sundays down. point comes out a lot further. And down on the bottom of it, which gets it before we do. So. Yeah, so they were, they were getting uh, really bad winds while we were still sitting like a pancake in the bay here. 
It was just yeah. strange. And so, um, yeah, yeah you, that's that's the importance, I suppose, of looking at the map and seeing exactly what's going on. And obviously, did they get the wins that we got here, guys? Yeah, they got probably better wins than we got down there. They oh, got really? Savage the lead up, won't? Yeah. Okay. Well, there yeah. you go. I don't. I didn't see much wind damage or anything down that way, but um, but yeah, they those lead up islands down with Sundays and Hamo. Hamo got a few good gusts. So yeah, we certainly um plenty uh, along Ingham Road there on the railway tracks. A lot of them big trees come down and and uh, broke the fences and landed on the on the train lines and everything. So that was a lot pretty of interesting. those. A lot of those big big and I'm not a botanist, so I don't know the names of them. A lot of those big trees, unlike gum trees, are very shallow root systems. So when yeah. you see it fall over, it's just a big clump of roots. Whereas a gum tree is fairly substantial root system and they tend a little bit hard to yeah to blow over and and in my yard in the middle of the night i reckon my palm trees in the backyard were shaped like bananas they were bending over that much through i was waiting but, to hear one break in half you know it was a little bit creepy we went for a drive you through in your the, car alone yes, at night. apart from that <laughs> yes thank you. we were in belgian gardens cemetery yesterday have a look and there's some very very big trees there and they, exactly what you're talking about them shallow root systems and everything yeah. they have gone belly up yeah and so it's in the middle of all of these graves did you buy oh. you've got yeah yeah you've got all this turned up soil and everything from these trees oh. it's, did you it's give, pretty full on yeah yeah did you give beck a bunch of flowers last night what am i walking into no gary I you were not. in the cemetery i thought that's where you go here beck i got you a bunch of flowers <laughs> what were you doing in the cemetery look i love i've always said that it's just something that and i'm not on my own there there's lots of people that are fascinated by it. We, I go through, through for walks through there and um, and just read all the different um, stones and everything. It's it's the good. old se- the old section or just general in no general general. What about the West End one? That's got some really West old End one's stuff. great great really good. There's some they fantastic do tours stuff. through there. They do ghost tours. I think they do. They do. They do. You know they book out so quick. Um, the ghost tours, and they also the 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 people in Townsville that do the ghost tours do one out at Ravenswood in one of the old pubs out there, and you spend the night. Mm. Um, and then they do. In, I, they were going somewhere else um, before Christmas, and they sell out really, really quick. And oh. they, the West End Cemetery one, I think it's only five bucks. Yeah. Um, and they reckon it's really, really cool. Definitely. So. And I'll tell you something else that the Belgium Gardens one is uh, the plane enthusiasts, which actually go to the very, very bottom end of it because um, when the jets are landing, they they go. it's a perfect viewing platform. You know how everyone, when you see them on Ingham Road, they park in that little yeah. park there and they sit there? Nah. The money's, the money's at the other end. And a few of them have queued onto that now um, because you get the full noise and um, it's a total open, clear side view of them landing. So it's pretty cool. Isn't it funny there, M, you've got the plane spotters going... Look at that weirdo walking around the cemetery looking at gravestones. <laughs> and then you've got the weirdos in the cemetery going, look at those weirdos sitting there watching the planes come in. <laughs> Everybody has their little niche, don't they? Yep, yep. And at the end of the day, everyone's a weirdo. <laughs> yeah. yeah everyone's a little bit of a weirdo somehow. Yep. <laughs> so let us guess, Em, it'd be pretty quiet up there today. Everyone would have um, pulled the pin with what was forecast and what could have possibly happened. Yeah, we just sort of um, we we we've learnt over the years. We we sort of wing it when it comes to the cyclone stuff. 
Uh, we usually leave everybody's bookings as, as far up to the date as we possibly can, just in case, you know, it goes back out or goes further down. Yep. Um, so we usually, yeah, wait to the last minute, and then, um, yeah, everybody sort of pulled the pin because they really thought they were going to get hit everywhere. So, yeah, pulled the pin, but, um, yeah, we have nothing available. So <laughs> it's a beautiful day, sunshine, um, glassing out. It's Yeah, it's really nice up here. So it's a nice weekend up here, and, um, yeah, it's just one of those things, you know, North Queensland in the wet season and, you just have to sort of take it as it comes, yeah. I guess. But, well, um, yeah, we're, we're lucky that we didn't get everything, that um, you guys got all the wind and that. And, but yeah, the possibility... Prepared, but hopefully everybody doesn't yeah. get complacent now that, um, you know, that it wasn't as bad as what they were expecting and the next one that gets named, hopefully they still take the same precautions. And That is the concern. That hey, is the concern. safer than sorry. Hey, what, I, yep. what I reckon everyone should do next week... Oh, here we go is ring Alliance Electrical and get yourself a generator changeover switch. Oh, yeah. So definitely. good. So and I'm I so glad. Say, oh, well, I'm so... Our power went out at yeah. 11.42 on that night. So we, we our power stayed on the whole time. It was 11.42 and I woke up and, and heard it go off. And um, Ergon, the boys at Ergon had our power back on again by the next afternoon by about 3 o'clock. So, you know, Good job, really, Yeah, they're doing a fantastic job, and you know, they yeah, they most most places in Ingham, they were definitely you know got them back on, get, got everything moving. So you know, hats off to the Ergon boys and and girls and getting it all back on working and um, you know getting out in the dangerous situations. So thank hats Ergon. off to all of them, the SES and the police yeah. and yep. and Ergon and the council and um, it's a everyone except the fisheries. Well done. <laughs> Silence there, M. I'm not, I'm not touching it. No, 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 no. You, you know what I? Uh, the the day that they pull him over on the water. Yep. I can't wait for that because neither can they, brother. Because they have told me they are going to make him pull up every hatch in his boat and pull everything out of it. And I'll and take as much time. And they are going to strip his boat bare, looking for nothing. Yeah. So payback will be a bitch and it will be funny as. Um, yep. So, yes, everyone's done a sterling there. effort. Um, definitely. So, and and the effort, is the effort is still going. I believe there's a heap of um, Ergon guys coming up from down south today, should be in town um, as we speak to get um, more out on the ground. And, and we've got to remember with power, as we said this morning, you just can't go out. Yep. and just plug it in and say, away you go. They've got to assess whether it's dangerous if they yep. start it up or there's a branch on it. So a uh, little bit of patience. And I know I know for everyone it is so hot and so sticky and so agitating um, sitting around your home or doing stuff like that. Um, but a little bit of patience and, and it goes a long way. And, and um, the Garbos this morning emptied the bins. Good so on them. Good on the Garbos oh, as well. So. Yeah, yeah. So a trying small, time, so everyone have a bit of patience. Yeah, yeah, yep. so small true. Thing of inconvenience to live in the most beautiful part yeah. of the world. You know, North Queensland. I mean, we get all the benefits during the year. So, I mean, there's got to be a couple of downsides, and cyclone season is one of those things. But you just be prepared and get everything ready, and you know, a bit of power. You do a bit of sweating. It's good for the soul. It <laughs> well, is. It is good for the. Soul. Well, how about our poor friends up northern beaches of Cairns? I would sooner probably not have power for two or three days than a metre and a half of water through my house. Most definitely. Oh, definitely. So, uh, so we think uh, they're still battling up there. So, uh, so yeah, a little, little bit um, 
and we, we'll all end up going for a good fish when the weather comes good. Sounds great. Yeah. Raining outside, yeah. I can see it on the awning. So, so Em, are you open if anyone decided to come up this weekend? or We are, but we don't have anything available now. I thought um, you said Monday. there was rooms. No, all gone now. <laughs> oh, hang on, let me take my suitcase out of the car. <laughs> Sorry, Gaz. I mean, you can still have the laundry if you want it. It's available. <laughs> it's not air-conditioned. Oh, I suppose it's the same it's as not. Marty's you house. You used to that by now. You can bring your generator <laughs> and your little boxy if you want. <laughs> He's looking at me, giving me rude signals. <laughs> no, all good. Yeah, so from Monday there is, and of course the opening of the barra season's coming up, and I just have to say... Since all the thunderstorms and the cyclone and stuff, the Barra are absolutely frothing in the channel up the creek, up Dunja. It is, you can hear them busting up everywhere. So we are itching to get out there. I, I, I'm setting myself maybe an unrealistic goal, but I would like to try and get a metre Barra this year. Uh, if we'll... you're fishing with Gav, very unrealistic. <laughs> <laughs> I know, maybe I'll have to ditch him. Gav, you'll have to come up. <laughs> are you for real? <laughs> oh, let's just go down the harbour where everyone catches them. Well, hey, I, I I could be up there on the ninth. I've been invited on a fishing trip up the channel. Well, we'll on the ninth we'll of February. It, I don't know whether I should set it. It has to be on a lure, though. I don't know if I should maybe just start with live bait to get the big one. I can get the little ones on a lure, but not a big one yet. So it's still eluding me. I've got to get a big one. I just, yeah, it's, it's got to happen one day. So that's my goal for this year. <laughs> Hopefully it will happen. No, you'll be right. Keep trying. They'll get yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. So, no, I... There is availability for anyone, um, if you want to come up for that opening of the barra season, give us a call. Um, yeah, we've, we've seen people catch barra off the pontoon. You don't have to go very far. You chuck your boat in and just go sort of across in Gav's little secret spot across the mangroves there. And, um, yeah, we've seen people get really nice barras. So, yeah, we're, we're pretty excited for that to open up and start seeing all those photos coming through. And we, we love to see the big smiles on all the kids' faces when they get their first barra. So that's that's what we're looking forward to. Good stuff, Em. How can anyone get hold of you if they uh, want to just put their name down for a room or jump in a room that's available? Uh, you can give me a call, 0477 um, Give us a call. You can jump on the website, www.listentofishinglodge.com.au, um, or you can keep an eye out on the Facebook page. We're always posting stuff up there as well. Um, I did post a photo of, uh, to show you that we were still here after the cyclone, so <laughs> we're, yep. we're always keeping the updates, and um, we like to post uh, people's fishing fishing photos that they send through and that on there as well, so keep an eyeball out for that. Good on you, Em. All right, thanks, guys. Don't That's sweat right. too much, eh? Hopefully your PR comes back on soon. Thanks, mate. See you. All good. I'll talk to you during the week. <laughs> Sounds good. See you, Thanks, guys. Em. Bye-bye. Bye. There's M from Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Uh, all booked up. I was all booked. talking to her the all other day, and she up. had um, quite a few rooms, and I thought, oh, they, and, and obviously, you don't mind no. with um, what the weather that has been people um, not wanting to come up. But, no, all good. Filled back up. Full for the barra season, so uh, sounds like a good, good time to be up at Lucinda. I think so. Fishing Lodge. Speaking of a good time, I think it's a good time to uh, go to our next ad break and uh, get a few more numbers. What? In. A, what well, yeah. What song have you got this time, mate? Because Electric Light Orchestra, or no, but very good. Do you like that? That will be coming up. I've got one. I've thrown out the pattern for now. This is oh. just one in the mix for me, mate. Jurgen, Mister Klopp. Whoops. What are you doing? That's me neighbour. Play the song and I'll ring Brad back in a sec. I'll ring you in a minute. I'll talk to you in a sec, Brad. Yeah, talk to you in a sec.
No dramas. All right. Well, we'll be back. In, uh, and uh, this one's for all the Liverpool fans. When you walk through a storm You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Henchenbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 999900. Station sponsor. Hey, Cedric, your boat looks really flash now you've had it wrapped. Yeah, that's Kai Mob. They are top fellas when it comes to doing that boat wraps. You know, they had so many daily designs to choose from. Now my boat's wrapped. I'm wrapped. My missus, she's wrapped. Maybe you should write a rap song about Kai Science. Now that's a rap. Too right. Want to know more? Go to marinegraphicsinc.com or call Kai at Kai Science on 0418 
1996 Station sponsor. Looking for the toughest products in town? Tackle World Townsville has the ultimate. Introducing Yeti, the toughest icebox around. So tough they are grizzly bear proof and hold ice for days. And the Yeti drinkware, it's the best on the market. Station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville station sponsor. For our children, we all walk together to keep our children safe, strong and connected to culture. Community organisations you trust are here to walk with you and can provide family wellbeing services for families and children of all ages. To find free and confidential support near you, search family wellbeing services. Because when it comes to our children, we all walk together. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. All my friends don't go fishing. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. It is indeed the Saturday morning fishing show and most of our listeners that just called through then in the Townsville area are experiencing a little bit of drizzle there, young guys. There is, mate, and um, probably just a little bit of... Uh, Pressure from the cyclone, maybe a little. <laughs> Where are you heading? Oh, oh, Where are you know. heading? Oh, I, was I heading. don't trust anything that you say. My I little was sexual heading deviant. down the gutter. Then you, um, that, that you. I just had the phone call from Brad, my neighbour. Yeah, power's on at Courageong. Beautiful. So, so yeah, I got. Uh, so, if yours doesn't go on, do you want somewhere to stay tonight? No, I will be right, mate. I'll do it at a very cheap price. Will you really? Yeah. Okay. Two jackals. Two jackals. I don't, now I don't that you use know them. what hooks to put on them, I don't. I don't use them. So how am I going to go with them? So, so yeah, power's on there. So hang in, everyone. It's slowly, slowly um, getting put on at um, various Why places. Why not? Our caller that we were going to call didn't answer. So I'm actually on the phone at the moment to young Ryan from Hook the Power. See if Ryan's going to answer. Yeah, I don't know where Dom... I did say to Dom from Shimano that we're not sure whether we'll be on air or not. We'll try. Yeah. Um, and if you're around, you're around. If you're not, you're not. So no. So it doesn't really matter. But leading up to... Uh, Nine o'clock already, Gazza. That I has know, gone time flies, so quick. Marty, with, the, with a good show. Yeah. Um, well, we think it's good. Even Ryan's not answering. So, so yes, barra season coming up. We all hang around and wait for it ready for we do. Um, Thursday. And don't forget, um, you're allowed to start fishing midnight the 31st. Midnight of the 31st. Which she le- is open. Which leads into the 1st of February. Remember the old days when it was midday? Yes. And people would be down the creek before with, midday. With bits of rope tied off the side yeah. of their boat. Yeah. Um, so now it makes it so much easier that as soon as it <coughs> ticks over midnight on the 31st... Wooshka. I've jumped bang, ear into it, and away you go. It is, actually, is it the 31st of January? Hang Uh-oh. on. Oh, no. here we go. No, it's a leap year, so I better just check what what um, the dates are. Well, the phone's ringing. Let me take that. Good take morning, that. fishing show. This is the fisheries. We wouldn't have a clue either. <laughs> No. Righto, buddy. Oh, and there we oh, go. There. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, you. 
Shiching. Here we go. The 31st, I was right. So as soon as it ticks over, well, it's a leap year, so I don't really know these leap year things. Yep. Um, so, yeah, as soon as it ticks over midnight, which is much easier to understand than trying to explain someone mm. that it opens on the 1st of February, but you're not allowed to fish for them till midday, the 1st of February. Yep. So so much easier. So, yeah, get it, everyone get ready I'm down the creek. And uh, next weekend, I would think if the weather's good, um, it will be a, a nice day to be down there trying to catch yourself a barra. I think so. I was just uh, telling uh, a couple of the guys... Um as soon as the show's finished today, I'm going to grab Beck and Bill and Jake, not Billy. Billy's <laughs> um, down south having a whale of a time. I think she may be, but I'm, I'm going to go for a swim. Just hey, gonna, where are you going? Ah, oh, Rolling Stone, Crystal, one of them. Just go up there and... and Soak um, in it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Have a little sleep in it. Yeah, and Dazza was saying with the hooks, the ST66s, so... Who's that, Dazza, as well? Yep, so that's the good oil. Do you... Do you upgrade the hooks on all of your lures, your hard body lures? Well, I'm a big fan of the old school, which no one else seems to like, VMCs. the VMCs. Love them. I like the Perma Steel, the VMCs. Yeah, never had four. a problem with VMCs. Uh, hookup rate's fantastic. Strength very sharp. Is very, very sharp. Longevity is great. Um, one of the few hooks you can if you're really keen enough to bend back and still have considerable strength. Yep. Um, yeah, they're so light. Incredibly light Do, hook. So, in in it, like you buy any hard body off the shelf at Tackle World, mm. do you upgrade the hook straight away, or do you run Depends with the hooks like, that are on it? You give them a little test. I don't know. It's just like it, it's hard. Like like for instance, Bomber adjusted to the Australian market because yes, you used to did. buy a Bomber and it was a freshwater little very very sharp yeah. hook that would bend with one of our 12 centimeter pikey brims so it wasn't worth anything hey, they to go you. all right yeah now you get the aussie um bomber which has got uh, you know three strong vmcs on it not a problem in the world you can still buy the brown hook version you can but yeah you know it but uh, why but but why why yeah. would you um a lot of most of the lures these days come have learned the lesson yeah. Of people complaining that you buy a $15 lure, mm. then you've got to spend another $15 upgrading the hooks and split rings on them. So most of our our um, lures that we use now... And I think um, that's where people get their nose out of joint with the likes of, let's say, a Trans Am. Yeah. You buy a Trans Am and the hooks are crap. Yeah. So be struggling and that's a $30 lot of, And that's a lure. Th- 34 35 now. 35 and for 35 dollar lure fair go yeah uh, you know have it with some um with some hardware that uh, you don't have to upgrade straight away but do you i tell you what amazes me there's no, there's no point buying buying it and then whinging i suppose yeah, like true we are you doing. know those hooks are crap on it and if you're willing to upgrade them yeah but but um what i look at now is some of the fine gauge hooks that you can buy um, and this is probably these STs, I don't, not really up to speed with them. And they might be a little bit finer gauge. But you look at that fine gauge and they are super strong. And in your head, you can't pick a skinny little wire being as strong as they are. When you say you put some of these beside a VMC um, and you see how thick technically a VMC is to some of the fine gauge yeah. um, of how strong they actually are. So don't be put off with looking at these hooks and going, oh, they're pretty thin, they'll bend like spaghetti. Yeah. No, they don't. They're they don't super. Indeed. But uh, we all know 
um, you can have a six times strong VMC, which is probably one of the strongest hooks you can get. And, and if that barra gets it in its jaw the right way and opens its mouth, mm. it'll straighten it. It'll straighten. Yeah, you, yeah. you just look, bring those hooks back and you go, geez, how'd it straighten that? But yeah. they and just like, do. Um, Dane, for instance, with his um, BCT, with his dirty dirty prawns and so forth yeah he's actually got a B- bkk bkk hooks, um yeah. worm hook in in his prawns which is next level again which is way stronger than the more expensive versions that you buy in the market because let's be honest there's nothing more annoying than you work so hard to actually hook a good fish and then you drop it because of terminal tackle yeah, you know, because of a failure, it happens. Oh, it does. But it's annoying. Yes, it really, really is annoying. And like where I fish is is like high, it's confrontational areas. You can't give them an inch a lot of the time, so your yeah. hardware has to be rock yeah. solid. But in saying that, they go left or right, and yeah. they'll bury you. In saying that, sometimes it doesn't matter how upgraded your your terminal tackle is. Um, it, if you're running 50-pound braid with lock drag, something's got to give. Something it does have to and give. You see, that's not my... No, me neither, but there's, you see that from time to time again. People with a straightened-out hook and going, oh, I lost a good fish because this hook straightened. Yeah. But I'm fishing 50-pound braid with 60-pound leader almost locked up. Yeah. It's either that straightens or your rod breaks in half or your reel pulls its guts out because yeah. um, a lot of times in your fishing reels, the, a lot of the, the sacrificial gears inside a, a, a quality reel and a, and a lot of not-so-quality are a nylon gear. Yeah. So it's easier to strip a nylon gear and replace that with a $2.50 nylon gear than blow your reel apart and have to buy another $300 reel. So something has to give if you're fishing really. So don't um, don't blame a, a hook for straightening if you're fishing 50 pound with a locked up drag because yeah. it's either that or your, your fishing reel blows apart. So, so yeah, I upgrade and I still like my VMCs. And I think doing it enough times, if, if a barra gets back, to let's say a pile on or something and I know it's all over, I have a much better chance and do quite often win if I just free spill. Just let it yeah. run. Okay. I've lost that battle. It's made it back. If it goes left or right for one centimetre, it's gonna hit the pile on. If I'm full pressure, that's it, game over. So it gets there, I free spool, just put my thumb lightly on the spool and while I electric in, it's running at a million miles an hour. And it's either going to run through 12 more pylons or it's going to th- do a 360, go around that pylon and run back out in the open, which it quite often, I don't yeah. know how many fish I've done that to. So then I go up, put my rod completely around the pylon, bring it back, click it into gear, and then it's heading back towards Maggie. And I'm like, yeah. okay, job done. We're going to win this battle. I, one thing I could never get my head around, and Rod Harrison was an advocate for it um, in the early days of With fish, his lure. With his lures. Was uh, the <laughs> early days of fishing um, uh, Peter Faust, was if you're fishing in the sticks and hook up, is free spooling and letting it go between all the trees. I could That didn't register in my head. Oh, that's the way to do it, though. It is. It is 100% way to do it. But it never used to register in your head no. to have a, a fish on in amongst the timber at Faust and just yep. free spool it and yep. then try and follow it on your electric. Mm. And I just, ooh. Well, there's a guy that I was watching. That's, I think it might have been on iFish or something. It was a really, really interesting one who chases um, the sailfish on, on two and three kilo line. He said, you just, you have no drag. And they just None. sort of come to the surface. None. You fight that sailfish with um, 
10 kg with to its maximum breakage point they will go berserk for 20 minutes until you put a tag in it he said that same fish that you fight with little to no drag on it subdues itself in no time at all it is weird yeah a lot of food for thought there gaza a lot of the light light tackle stuff big fat fella who sorry big oh am i no big chubby fella that does it um, Dean Butler? No, 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 no. He's, he's a very well-known guide. Someone listening will know who it was. Um, who who, who um, sits up in the flybridge of his boat and does everything from up there. And um, a lot of the no li- drag, no drag. A lot of the light line stuff. And as this guy has said, with you is when they go backwards pretty quick on a fish, um, and getting the first shot in. Yeah, a bang. If it's just. Throthing around on the surface, yeah. That's what it's about. Getting but yeah, with barras, tag shot, bang. Barras, it was never in in the head to just thumb and just disengage it and let them run around all the trees at Faust. You just you panic. You just go, I'm on it, and then lock it up, and then bang, it's around a tree, and, and she's all over. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it's an interesting one of of how to fight them. Obviously, out in the creek, very red as a barra, not like a jack. You get a jack mm. on you've you've really almost got it try and bully him away from the tree or mm. away from structure. It's amazing like, what you see in the trees at Faust and so forth, isn't it? Oh, it's a it's there's, there's Did you ever find the money bag? Yes. You did? Yeah. We were I was fishing it with Marcus in the tournament many years ago. That's when we <coughs> excuse me, came third. Mm. Yeah, you've told got, the story and got the so biggest barrels. Gary, we know. But I didn't tell the money bag. We were tell way, me. We were way over the back of the dam, just luring away wanging along and there was a hole in one of the Explain dead trees. Explain the money bag. Well what they do with the money bag is somewhere on the dam. In a tournament. Uh, in a tournament they, they would put I, I think we got five or six hundred dollars was in the bag. I thought and, it was a bit more. No, no, no it wasn't a thousand. It was five or six hundred. Anyway, um, they put some cash in a bag. Well the cash is not in the bag. It's yeah. just a bag with, with in case someone in the tournament. Yeah. Someone who's tournament. just oh, there's mum and dad, the grey nomads, go, What's that bag hanging in the tree? <laughs> <laughs> and um we were way over the back of the dam and we're luring along and I just got on the perfect angle because this bag was in a tiny little hole in the tree pushed in there. And you had to be on this angle to catch a glimpse of it. Right. And if you moved another five or ten foot, you couldn't see it. Gotcha. And we're just luring away. And I looked around and I went, I think that's the bag in the tree. And Marcus goes, where? By that time we drifted away and he said, I can't see it. So back on the electric and back online, I said, look, in that in Marcus, that hole. stand up. <laughs> Grab it. <laughs> um, so, so we motored over to it and... Blow me down. There was the bag with I, I can't remember whether it was five or six hundred dollars in it. Oh, a, a note. So hey, that today's money. That's a yeah. So we got um five hundred bucks Brilliant. for finding this bag. But did you? Did that know, make your day? Oh yes, of course it does. Yeah, yeah. But in saying that, I remember the very the that's s- a classic case of the rich getting richer. Yeah, the you second, and Marcus. The second year I fished the second tournament at Faust. Um, the bag, you know, when you come down the boat ramp, because when I when we fished the second tournament that they ever ran, um, the water was lapping up at the top of the ramp. So you know, when you get to Faust Ramp, and if people haven't been to Faust, you've got the car park, 
then you've got a little bank that go, it drops down about 10 foot and then it works its way down to the dam. Right. The water was at that level, so you only had to back down the ramp about 20 feet from the top back in the early days when it was chock-a-block full. So when you look at, at the ramp, if you're looking down the ramp, to the left is a little bay which goes under the road. It had trees in that bay, old right. dead trees, still has. The bag hung in that bay off a branch for two days and no one's seen it, right by the boat ramp. Really? Yep. No one found it for two days. No one found it in the tournament. It was just hanging there off a branch and everybody put their boats in. And, and not noticed it. Not Never noticed it. And then about three or four comps later, way up the back of the dam in a bloody knot hole the size of a mouse it. hole there it is yeah so no it's it's a kick when you find stuff like that um and uh you go wow that was good job that was really cool so yeah i did find the money bag once um out of all those years so and it, it is good fun yeah and everyone goes put it on the bar no no thank you oh yeah i put the empty bag on the bar yeah. Not the money. So, so no, it was good fun. So, yeah, can't wait um, for the barra season to open. And as yep. we've said, a couple of, try a little couple of different techniques. And having Jesto and Lance in next week um, to talk about their techniques through the channel and for barras because yep. those guys have caught barras out of my league by a thousand times because it was their job and they had to rely on that. So to listen mm. to what these guys do and how they would find them on tough times and stuff oh, beautiful. like that will be such a good show. And you know the good thing about it is Steve and Lance will be able to bounce off each other as well because oh, they they'll will. do things that Jesto didn't do or Lance didn't do that Jesto did. And mm. it, next week's going to be a cracker of a show. It will. They're both huge in the lure industry. Yeah. One still currently making. One had his finger in the pie for designing. Yep. Um, both guides. Um both uh, in, in indigenous background it's going to be brilliant it's going to be a great show next week and it, yeah. it'll be really good and what <coughs> excuse me like i said i'll sit outside and i'll take the numbers so we can get a good flow yeah but, but I'll i think also, it'll be a four show yeah but i'll also take questions so if someone has a question they want to ask oh you're going to dicky knee it through our little sort of yeah yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I'll um I'll take questions, um and then I can say um so and so wants to know what we did will, you do. We might so. come up with a decent barra prize. I think this one, mate. You yeah, might we'll have ma- to. We'll make a barra a barra bag up. We'll have yep. Gordo's um fifty dollar Cleveland based seafood voucher. And we'll have a tackle world voucher. Um, so it should be uh, it'll be really good. I'm I'm interested to pick the brains of um the guys who did it for a living. So. Good job. It'll be good fun. So a good show next week. A good show today. We're powering along. We are indeed. It might be that time where we go to a song and air break. We have Gordo today. Uh, we'll give Gordo a ring. Yeah, he should be back in his in his shop. So we'll give him a ring today. He came back from Bali last weekend. We didn't want to bother him after. No, he still had oil all over his back and well, everything. He had the fake Bali tattoos all yeah. over him and his hair was braided. Or his hair. One hair on his head was braided. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, we'll give Gordo a go and see how he's going down Might as well thank him for his sponsorship now, guys. It's gone. Go on, you, Gordo. It's gone now. All right. (laughs) Back soon.
Fishing Show. And g'day, this is Marty. Come and join us live every Saturday morning from 7am for three hours of the best fishing show around. The NQ Fishing Show, live Saturdays from 7 on 4K1G. 
Everything you need to keep your car driving well and looking great. You'll find it at Cheaper Auto Spares. Performance parts, tools and accessories, spare parts and the best prices in town. Cheaper Auto Spares, locally owned and operated in the big black and yellow building, Ingham Road, Carbot. Station sponsor. Don't keep saying, one day I'm going to Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Do it now. The gateway to Hinchinbrook Channel, the Great Barrier Reef and the Palm Island Group. The only self-contained, absolute waterfront accommodation with a private pontoon in Lucinda. Family owned and operated. Just bring your food, your beer and your fishing gear. Oh, and request a room that Gary and Marty haven't stayed in. If you're not on the waterfront, you may as well be at the back of Burke. Lucinda Fishing Lodge. Call 0477 900. Station sponsor. Racing and power away with a new Yamaha outboard from Rising Sun Marine, home of the. Hey, I'm always in the mood. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And I'm not sure what happened there, but I think we seem to have missed a couple of ads, Gaza. That's all right. You didn't get a chance to ring Gordo. No, I didn't get a chance. So I'm going to give Gordo a call now. Don't forget to... Uh, you have a bit of a chat. Yes. How many ads you've got? Another block of ads. Which yeah, we've still another full block of ads and so forth. Which will give people time to uh, get their their um, numbers. Ringing Marty. Yeah, hey, we'll take a call. Go for it. Through. Go for it before Why you're in Gordo. Let me get it all ready. Hey. Oh no, they just uh, they got nervous. Oh, all right. So yeah, it'll give uh, we'll give people a, another little bit of a chance to. Uh, Give Gorda to get their numbers in after Marty has found their back, Marty. Right, same number. I'm putting it through. Same number. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning, Marty. How the hell are? Hey, you? Mick. Hey, how'd you fare up there over the, on Friday night? Mate, it blew all the hair off Marty's head. Easy up. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were pretty good, Mick. Everyone was was good. Little bit, um, little bit of a, a struggle at the moment without um, power. For a lot of people, but everyone's fairly cheerful, mate. We're having a bit of a laugh on the show, as you know we do. How are you how are you going down the lovely coast down there? Oh, mate, I went and investigated a little town in New South Wales called Tinga yesterday. Called what? Tinga. Kinga. Where's that near? Yeah. It's between Inverell and Armadale. Oh, beautiful. A little, little town, bloody nice little place and a couple of other... Some nice, uh, some nice little projects I'd like to get me hands on, but the missus roused on me as soon as I looked at them. Ah, good stuff. You know. Yeah, so. that's nice. Be nice down that neck of the woods. Hey, uh, we'll keep going, mate. You're chasing some numbers? Yes, please, mate. Good on you, Mick. Hey, 28 for you, 29 for Bernadine, 30 for Frankie, and what's Frankie's young fella's Jackson. name? Jackson. Jackson, that's right. You think I'd know by now. Yep. Hey, you, thanks for the call yesterday too, Mick. I appreciate it. Yeah, mate. That's as lovely of you to give us a bell just to make sure we're all good. 
Uh, just touch base with all my friends in Townsville yesterday, make sure they're all good, make sure they're all safe and everything, you know. Yeah, no, good stuff, mate. Appreciate it. All right, mate, we'll keep going. We get Gordo on the line. You have a nice weekend. What was what was Jacko's number? 31. 31, buddy. Yep, no worries. I'll talk to you soon and you have a great weekend. Will do, Mick. Thank you, mate. Say hello to everyone yeah, for us. Bye, mate. Bye. Will do, mate. No problem. Bye. Bye-bye. There's Bye. Mick from down the Gold Coast. He was going to come up just after Christmas, but he was busy as. He was. Um, with his road works down there. So, uh, so yeah, don't uh, worry, everyone. We've got one more block of ads that you'll be able to get uh, get a bingo number off us. Oh, most definitely. You have the chance of winning $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher. Or 30, Speaking of that, I'm giving Gordo a call right now. Hopefully he's going to $30 Tavern Meat Voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man. And hey, Gordo, we're live on air. I'm going to put you through the say hello. Thanks, mate. Oh, great stuff. Hey, Gordo, how you going? Not bad, Gary. Yourself? Good, mate. We didn't give you a ring last week, mate, because we thought you might have been a little bit tired from running a muck in Bali. I never misbehave at all. Good. <laughs> it's not what I've seen on the Instagram. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, how was it, mate? Did you have a lovely trip away with the fam? Mate, we all had a great time. A good holiday, a lot of fun for everyone. Yeah. Yeah, nice and relaxing. Yeah, very relaxing. Good stuff. What so, you do when you're over there? Now, that's what I was going to ask you. When you go to, say, Bali or overseas or away from from Townsville, do you ever sneak into places and have a look at what their seafood's like? Over in Bali, it's not yeah. good. Most of it's on the side of the road, no air conditioning, no ice, nothing. But um, the fish factories and that, some of them are very good. Yep. Uh, but the, the general public stores aren't. You know no, I mean? no, but it depends where you go. You know, yeah, got, they've got flash shops and four shops and all that. So yeah, do they have the standard stuff like you guys have? Have the prawns and and oysters, or is it mainly just they, fish? They uh, mainly fish. They do a lot of freshwater prawn over there. Yep, um, a lot of crays, uh, tuna, uh, mahi mahi stuff like that. Oh, nice. Is it out uh, of is it out of Bali, or they get it? Um, they ship it there, or no, no, all through Bali. Oh, beautiful. Oh, they'd be so, interesting. Like, Pardon? So, one, like, one of the tuna factories I went to, they do 25 tonne of tuna a day, six days a week. Holy dooly. Right? Yeah. That's and a... there's, five fa- there's five factories that do that. Crikey, that's a, that's a busy little industry, the tuna over there then. Yeah, it's tuna, swordfish and all that. Yep. And that goes all around the world. Ah, yep. and everything. Yeah, because so. all you sort of all we sort of think of is Bali, just a holiday destination, isn't it? You don't realise that. Yeah, they've got um, commercial industry there that um, pumps along. Oh, very much so. Yeah, so, and stuff like that. They and you know they they've been doing it for ages. They do a lot of um, like Nanagai or Saddletail. Yep. Which go, a lot of that goes fresh to the American market. Yes. Uh, they do a lot of flame snapper, which we don't get. We get a little bit off Innisfail. Yep. Which all goes to the American market and Hawaii. Ah. Uh, the two big users for that. And yeah, as I said, it's still a big industry over there. Yeah. Hey, uh, what do you do mostly, mate? Just put your feet up and lay on the beach, or do you get around and have a look at well, the sites? Well, we had a lot of. We had my. I had my mother and mother-in-law over there, so. Our biggest competition game of the day was to avoid her. I was going to say, mate, you took your mother-in-law on holiday. Are you still speaking? 
You don't speak no, in terms no, or no, not? No, we, 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 we speak to her, but yeah, <laughs> yeah we just avoid her. <laughs> oh, good stuff. My sister-in-law and all the kids and everything, that was the name of the game was hide from her. <laughs> good stuff, so, mate. Oh, you're a no, shocker. Right. Hey, mate, mate, what do we got in the shop? <laughs> mate, we got a few prawns, bugs, oysters, stuff like that. So, you know, yep. we're just going very slowly. Yep. We've got a bit of ice for sale if anyone needs it, so that's there. It's all big yep. bags. We don't sell little bags. Yep. So, yeah. Um, and just getting everything back together. Yeah, just get everyone back on track. Some nice fresh fish from you would be lovely if they duck in there and if people are yeah, looking yeah, just, for some ice. You know, ice if you need if you need it and stuff like that. So, yeah, no, we're just, as I said, we're just plodding away. Ah, oh, good stuff, mate. Maybe we won't hold you up. I know you've only been back a week and uh, getting stuff together and it's been a bit of a... A trying time over the last few days for people. So, mate, appreciate uh, your support for the show, and we'll chat to you next week. How can they find you if they want to come down and grab some food mate, off you? We're 305 Ingham Road. Yeah, just come in and grab it. Good on you, Gordo. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. There, there's Gordon from Cleveland Bay Seafood. Head down there and um, get yourself a beautiful feed of fish. He's got some ice. Someone's ringing Marty. Already, let's get yeah, a cabinet. Wait up, let me turn this on. See go how organised I am. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. Oh, oh no, oh no, I can hear some music because they're fucking us. Hey, I can't hear our show on in the background. Oh, get rid of them. There, there oh, they go oh. again. No, maybe, maybe not. Let's try one more time. Good morning, fishing show. For some reason, I got somebody told me the person you are trying to ring is busy. If you leave a number, we'll get back to you. No, we won't. Not nah, you. Not us. <laughs> yeah, don't worry. Don't sit I, there I, waiting. I wish, I wish they had to start colour coding those num- those buttons and numbers in there because otherwise it's starting to sound like salty towers or something. Yeah, don't hang over a cliff waiting for us to ring you back, mate. <laughs> All right, quick weather report. I'm sitting down the foreshore and Lucinda sulking under a tree looking out of the ocean. There's about a metre northerly swell with about... Oh, a good 12 to 15 knots north or west of blowing, so yeah. if you out past, past the wharf, you're going to get flattened. So. Oh, yeah, she's pretty ugly out in our bay too, Eugene. What about moisture from the sky, Eugene? She coming down yet? No, no, we haven't had. We, we only had, like in Halifax, we only had about, wouldn't have had 20 mils. No, no it's strange. It's moisture, uh, it's moisture under Eugene's armpit than it is out of the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, you need to be quiet on bottling that to put it, keep it in my boat. <laughs> yeah, that's your catch scent for your fish. <laughs> my catch scent, yeah. You know, some, some parts of the district got up to 100 mils sort of thing, you know, but it's only shattered a few trees, shook a few branches off, that's about it. Yeah, that's bloody oaf. Now, are you ready for the influx of Townsville people to be coming to your waters <laughs> next next week there, Eugene? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Look at the tides. Tell them to bring a hand grenade. That's the only way they're going to catch a barrel. So. Yeah, all my mates are coming. All the Gazza's mates are coming down. We're just like, where are we going? Let's go fish Eugene's waters. Henshinbrook, here we come. He'll make a few dollars right. on the boom gate. It, it, <laughs> it's all right. I, I got a doctor's appointment on the Friday, so I'm going to come down there let all your tyres down, so don't worry about it. Uh-huh. <laughs> hey, are you chasing a number, Eugene? Yeah, I'm sitting here listening to you babble on. Give me a number. As Why we do, not? mate. But are I'm... you enjoying it, Eugene? He you does. are, aren't you? Hey? You, you are enjoying it, aren't you? You do enjoy sitting back and having a bit of a listen? Yeah, of course I can. I, I, I hate going... I don't go barrel fishing this time. I'll go fishing this time of the year because over the years you catch a nice barrel and it's bleeding in the gills. You know you're going to let it go and it's going to yeah. die. 
Yeah. Yeah. So I don't even bother going. Just oh, you got a couple go. of days. Couple of days. Number thirty-two for you, Eugene. Thirty-two. Okay. Good on you, buddy. You have a nice weekend. Yeah. Hey, nice to hear from you. You too. Bye. Thanks, See mate. Bye, bye, bye. Huge says huge shitting on the water's edge. Sitting. What do I say? Sitting. <laughs> Nearly said. No, you, you Sean Connery did. There's Eugene shitting on the water's edge. Shitting. Shitting. <laughs> on the water's Sitting. edge. Sitting. Yeah, ah, well, lovely. Pronunciate correctly, please. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, don't forget we got uh, is it one more ad break or got a Yeah, we got one more. So there's no no rush yet. No so chance um, to get yourself a number in that last thing. So yeah, mate, gearing up. During the week I'll probably um get some lures out and change some change some hooks on them. Make sure my rods and reels are ready. Yes. Um, won't change any braid because it's had no stress on it for the last five it years. It has not, and I wasn't <laughs> gonna mention that. I thought you know what? It, no It's it, a reprieve day. Now, I've got Yuzuri, the Yuzuri braid on my Conquest, hmm. and that's what the big Queenie grabbed just before the season closed. So Beautiful. that's had a bit of a workout, that yes. one. I'm still using uh, the Taz line, which I'm loving. It's good yeah, stuff. you were saying you're enjoying yeah. that. So, yep. so no, it's, uh, it's ready for a little bit of maintenance, get the boat ready, and away I'll go on the weekend. But yep. we'll talk about that more next I'll weekend. I'll find a way how I can fit into the bottom of my hull to get to my how do you How have you got to get to your bilge pump? Is there a hatch or...? Your tiny little hatch for small people. So I Do you want me over the, there? No. But it's like even small smaller. Narrow people. Oh, what are you saying? I'm a little fat person. I'm just saying you've got big shoulders. Thank you. Hmm. Size of my feet. I'm not even going there. <laughs> yeah, so no, I'll, I'll do that. Do you I'll, know what I had to do with, when my bilge pump died in the back of mine? Well, I, this one lasts me about 10 years. I actually undid the pickup on the back of my boat. And then I had to get a stick with a little hook on it and reach down through a little gap under the back casting platform. And, like, it was probably like yours, a very tiny little gap. I pulled it out mm. so I could get the bilge pump out. It was on um, flexible hose. And then I had to design a little stick again to hold the bilge pump, get it close to the hole at the back, and reach in there and pull it back out through the back hole. I don't know how I'm going to do it. It was actually a real pain to, it to get to it because my live bait tank was in the way and that wouldn't come out. There's always something in the way. Nothing is easy. And you've got to no. say, when they designed the boat, why didn't they think about this? And then, like, Because mine's directly underneath the transom. Yeah. If you cut a big hole in that, you're going to be weakening the transom foundation. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, yes, it's, it's a challenge. Even, it's too hot to do anything at the moment. Oh, especially trying to fit yourself down in a little gap to change a bilge pump. Mm. Do you need it? Yeah. You do. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Especially with the mystery of the water going in there the other yeah. other week. That's a, that's a very strange one. So. Definitely. So, yes, next week um, or this week we'll be getting gear ready and bits and pieces and yeah. stuff like that. So, Oh, good job. Yeah, everything's going to be sorted out for the sweetest. Yeah. And uh, we'll carry on. But no, um, I, I certainly don't need any more lures or anything. I've done a, enough of that. And I'm not going to forget the, in, the the finger marks or the challenge that I've given myself. I'm going to do a fair bit of that in between. Well, you know, one thing we've learned over the years, and as we've said before, 
Remember the old days Mick, with Mick Winterton, I think it was back in the day? Everyone thought the old finger mark were a summer species. No. But no, all year round you can get out there. So when the weather's nice and cool, you can go out and... I used to cross paths with uh, Mick many a times. Not not aggressive paths, good fishing paths. Um, out the back of the aisle in that desolation. Yep. Um, we used to see each other out there on a regular basis. And uh, he was um, actually fishing with Andrew Simons in the day. And, yes. And so him, Andrew, and I would catch up and have a good old chat. Ah, oh, good stuff. So, yeah, very Get a good. few fish. Answer yeah, that, Marty. Let's for see. Sure. Good morning, fishing show. Good morning. It's Crystal. How are you guys this morning? We are wonderful, Crystal. How are you? Yeah, fantastic. Excellent. Excellent. Are you chasing the number? Uh, can I get two, please? One for me and one for Daniel. All right. You are 94. Yeah. And... Daniel, was it? Yes. Daniel is 93. Perfect. Well, we're actually going to beat your rush and we're heading up to this industry. Are you? When are you heading? Oh, when are you heading up there, Crystal? Oh, I Can't think we've lost Crystal. Lost it. Phone's dropped out. Heading up to Lucinda, the lucky things. No, oh, good on them. Beautiful. Yeah, so, no, it'd be good. And like I say, as soon as I finish the show here today, I will uh, go and grab the fam and um, take him for a swim. Give um, give Dom a ring. Give Dom a, call, a, a quick call. Yeah. Give okay. Dom from Shimano a call. All he right, just, no dramas, will you me. stay? Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, give Dom a little ring. We'll see what's happening in the world of Shimano. He's done a, um, done a little trip last week, so we'll see what he's been catching and see what they're up to. So, yeah, Dom just... Uh, Rang me just to see what's going on. Oh, beautiful! Because he didn't—he's probably asleep. Yeah, and we've woken him up. We've woken him up. Well, the phone's ringing now, and I'll be uh, live on air while I have a chat. Yeah, just. Hey, Dom, it's Marty from the fishing show. How are you? That is all right, mate. We are going to transfer you live right now. We've got you live on air, and Gary will say good day to you. Won't be a moment. Perfect. Thank you. Hey, Dom, how are you, mate? How you going, boys? Good, mate. Hey, what time did I say? Did I, did we get yeah, the time wrong or was you sleeping? No, no, I had a drama with a kid. Let's just say bicycles, garages and kids don't mix in the morning. Oh, no. No. Well, mate, it's... Had a little, it, hiccup. Had a little hiccup, boys. I just had to race the boy off and go and get sorted, but I think he's all right. So I'm oh, no, that sounds a half no, serious. No stitches involved? No, it was a bit of blood. Let's just say that much. But oh, anyway. oh, I hope all's and good, more buddy. Importantly, yeah. More, more devastatingly, there's no fishing now this afternoon. Oh, oh. so you've where were you going to go? Out off Port Stephens. I'm up here at uh, up here at my place up at Port Stephens. So there's been a few big flathead around, and uh, I've got a nice tide this afternoon. But that full moon might might be just a bit of a detractor. Oh, bad so. things happen on full moons, especially with bicycles, Dom. <laughs> especially with kids. <laughs> oh. Hey, oh, mate, you, we were going to ring you last week, but you were having a fish. Where were you last week? Uh, last week I was filming, mate, getting a, uh, a new product shoot done for one of our new Shimano reels, which our, your audiences and your listeners will be privy to see that in a few weeks' time. So, Oh, lovely. Yeah. Yeah, we just launched some new products over in Japan, and um, yeah, we're about to hit the market in, uh, I would think, maybe six weeks' time or so. So we've got a, a nice little Shimano twin power um, that is going to blow people's minds with the amount of features on this one. So uh, we we filmed up here in Port Stephen, we went and chased some big flathead, and there has been yep. some big ones around. So we got a nice big 89 and a 
87, I think, and a 77. So that'll uh, that'll all feature in the video. Mate, how come you didn't get the gig to go to Osaka for the uh, tackle I'm, show? I'm off. I'm off to Osaka on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, you little beauty. So stick that up, you little butt. Yeah, oh, I thought they'd punish <laughs> you, mate. Come on, guys. I'm not going to miss that one, am I? No, it's huge. It'll, you'll have a great time there. Yeah, so I'm off. Uh, the whole marketing team's heading over. So we have yep. a very new marketing team at Shimano. We're, uh, I'm 11 months into my role as, uh, as marketing manager and... Uh, our marketing team are all going to go across this year. We're going to meet uh, meet the Shimano family. We're going to go to the Shimano head offices uh, in Osaka, and then we're also going to go to the the trade show as well. Oh, mate, you're going to have a great time. How are you, how are you enjoying it with uh, the Shimano family, mate? Uh, fantastic. And, and uh, you reference family. It's exactly what they are. It's, yep. It's basically everybody that I work with have, has been there for 15 years plus. Like Some people are up to 35 years. Yeah, and, wow. Um, really respectful people, uh, very humble. Uh, they understand we have a very, very good product, but we don't, you know, roll around thinking we're the bee's knees. We work hard, and more importantly, um, you know, we want to bring everybody closer to the nature and, 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 and closer to the activity of fishing as well, and, and that's really been paramount um, since I've started, what what has been the direction from the guys. But, no, brilliant, brilliant company, um, amazing craftsmanship in, in in the machinery of the product and i've just been blown away by uh by the level of detail that go to to, to produce their products yeah uh, brilliant been been top of the tree or up the top of the tree with a few others for many years mate it's um it's a credit to uh to the company mm, most definitely yeah, and then i think you're winning the race most definitely you know ford falcon diowa Shimano, uh, from for my money, even for the most people that are on my pages and so forth, the majority are, are Shimano users, and and those that aren't have certainly started to uh, slip into the Shimano markets. So um, interesting. It, it, it's really, yeah, it's really, it is interesting, and it's been really interesting for me. Like, I've come from a sporting background, so I played sport for a living, and of course, it was Queensland versus New South Wales. Yep, yep. And even in the cricket, in the Shield, everything was always about us and Queensland. And so this competitiveness in the sporting landscape has always been there. Fast forward, you know, 10 years later and I get a marketing degree and I move into a marketing role with Shimano and instantly we move into this sort of territory of, oh, it's, it's, it's Daiwa versus Shimano. Um, the thing I've learned is that it's obviously a much smaller industry and we have a lot less people, you know, participating in fishing than are engaging in a number of sports. But that rivalry still sort of remains a little bit. I, I must admit, I mean... It, because I'm a competitive man, of course. You know, we want to compete. We want yep. to sell more products. You know, we, we want to we want to sort of dominate the industry as much as we can. But um, I think the really important factor that I've learned at Shimano is that you know we're about the industry. We're about getting people out fishing and actively fishing. And during COVID was a really interesting stage for the fishing industry because majority of the states allowed us to go and fish whilst we were lock in lockdowns. Yep. It was part of it was deemed physical activity. What we saw was just an extraordinary amount of purchasing of fishing equipment and camping equipment um, and even boating and jet skis and the like. Uh, and it meant that we were able to sort of bring ourselves back to nature and get ourselves outdoors and be active. And what we're now seeing is a lot of studies are done that obviously mental health uh, has a real impact on being able to get outdoors and enjoy enjoy this beautiful country we live in. Yes, uh, yes. And we're, sort of, we're now... We've now got about one and a half million more recreational anglers since COVID. So we're up to 4.3 million recreational anglers is, is the stat that I've been told. 
um, which is wonderful. And now our job, your job, all of us in the industry is to engage with these people and keep them engaged in that, in that fishing industry. Yeah, mate, it, it's a, a sterling effort that everyone does. We had Lloyd from uh, Mako on last week, and they're uh, getting behind the FLY program, which is for mental are, health. That's right. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we, we're yep. involved, heavily involved in yes. that as well. So I've got, I've got the Loomis brand involved with that. Obviously, the FLY program, FLY fishing products. Um, but we're also doing conventional with them as well. So working with Matty Trippett, he's uh, a fantastic guy. He's got a brilliant initiative on board there. And so we're... Um, we're looking to engage even more. I'm actually going to uh, work with Matt on a uh, on a documentary um, yep. that Shimano will be included along with other brands, um, and just to basically show people that uh, you know that getting outdoors is a really healthy way for your mental health. It, it's great for your family as well. It's great for your yeah. home life, um, and it, it, it doesn't take much. You know, the, the thing that we're finding is the really basic. Bread and butter basics of fishing is actually what most people enjoy the most because you get more success doing that. Yeah, you know it's easy to take you. I just took the kids um, yesterday down to the to down to the um, the beach, down to the jetties, you know, and we were catching brim on the breads, really basic stuff. But you know the, the experiences they have, you get them hooked for life. And and, and as a dad and as a as a human being, you know just just to be out there seeing everyone celebrating Australia Day, of course, as well. But it was sweltering down here, so we had nearly a 40-degree day yeah. on the beaches, which, are heaven heaven forbid, what it is inland. Oh, yes. Um, but, but, you know, it was just fantastic to see so many people out there just getting involved in that experience of fishing. Yeah, mate, we, uh, as you know, uh, we had a little bit of a, a wind blow the other day and a lot of suburbs are out of power so it's a little bit tough for a lot of people at the moment with uh Absolutely. with no air con but mate we, what we'll do dom when you get back from Osaka in a week or so we'll uh, and the new releases are coming we'll grab you i know you your young fella is, uh, is um hurting probably from his little accident this, this morning and we don't want to hold you up um because as you said family is very important but one thing one thing, Dom. And I'm going to steal a question before he goes too. Go on, fire it, Dom. Yeah, All right, well, quick question. I am a massive Conquest fan. All of my reels are, are Conquest, or a majority of them. The SE30HG, which is a JDM reel wow. at the moment. I just got my email yesterday saying it's here. If you want it, it's all yours. And I really, really, really want it. But I want to buy it through you guys. How long till we have it? Oh, that is the million dollar question. That is the million dollar question, and it's it's. It, I, I, I know it's not a BFS. I just want it. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. It's in fact BFS is the topic of the month at the moment. For it us. is has been um, for a while. It has, and, and that's. I love the intri- intricacies of particularly you guys who are deep within the fishing industry and very meticulous on your products. So. You know, JDM versions come from Japan. Yep. And, yeah, we, we have a particular person who literally makes those orders and they can see on the system exactly when they're coming in. Yes. Um, so that, my answer would be I'd need to dive onto that system to get that answer for you. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm not, I won't be able to punch that out live for you right now. No, no that's all right. I tell you what, I'm going to be very well behaved and I'm not hitting the go button. I'm not hitting it. I'm waiting. Just sit sit tight. Just sit tight. There's some really amazing JDM product coming out. Last year year was my first year involved in product release. I went to AFTA and we launched the new Stratic and we launched the new Sedona reels, the Revolutions Extractions. 
We got, oh, I'm going to say, we got double the amount this year that <laughs> we're launching again. It's phenomenal just the amount of product that just keeps coming out and coming from Japan, but also other countries as well. And so we have JDMs, but then we have what we call OEM range, which is uh, specific uh, to Australian conditions. And yes. Um, we've got a new product manager, um, Ming Lu, who is just, I call him the rod god. Right. And he just knows everything about rods. He's phenomenal and he makes an amazing rod. And yeah, uh, a little, a little, a little scoop for the, for the program, boys. There is a red hot, very, uh, estuary based fishing rod coming out on the market, which will, um, change a lot of eyeballs and turn a lot of heads in the second half of this year. Oh, mate, well, we can't wait. Well, you have our intrigued amazement, my friend. <laughs> mate, don't give Marty your address, mate. You'll find him asleep on your front doorstep waiting. Oh, mate, oh, and the worst thing, I was giving Marty my phone number, mate. <laughs> oh, he, he won't pest you, mate. Now, I was just going to say, mate, about the BBL final. Right. Yeah, that'd be a good one, Gaz, to it, bring that one up. Yeah, oh, well, mate... Uh, yeah, smart move, brother. The, the, uh, the Heat, <laughs> the Queensland team actually beat the uh, the Sixers. That, that would be my team, Gaz. That, that would be I, your uh, team, mate. And roamed, roamed around playing for. That's yeah, you, I see uh, you. I see, when was it when you won the BBL trophy with the mate? Was that the very BBL first won. one? The very first edition. We won that. Then we got to go over to South Africa to play in the Champions League, of which... Uh, the prize money there was $3 million, which was now... Where, where are we up to? BBL 12 or 11, I think? Yeah, it's way up there now, yes. So I call it, OK, 10 years back, you know, $3 million yep. prize money for a team was quite significant. So, little story, uh, I came home, um, it was all done on pro rata, so however many games you played throughout the BBL and then the Champions League was how much money you earned. Yes. And I, thankfully, I played every game... Um, both home and then overseas as well. And I was, I was 12th man a few times, but that still counts, guys. So like, <laughs> yes. All right. I like to say same pay, less pressure when you're 12th <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> but uh, I came home and I actually scored myself $100,000 prize money, of which then, we love this, 50000 of that went to tax. Oh, oh, no. So I did go and purchase myself a nice little boat, which now sits down in my garage now. And, uh, and that's, kind of like my little earnings from that win so oh, mate i um, i tell you yeah, what dom do you do you sit back now because who did you play for in the ipl mumbai indians uh, mumbai yeah, mumbai indians my uh, i'll tell you this story my, my first contract mumbai indians twenty five thousand dollars yeah. uh, do you sit back now and you look at someone like oh, mitchell stark and cummings and millions <laughs> well, of dollars when Cameron Green got his 3.1 mil last year, he's an all-rounder. He's a bit of similar cricketer, um, you know, in a similar vein to what I used to do, bat bowling. Yep. And uh, and Cameron got that, and I was like, "That's fantastic for the young guy." I said, but then I thought about my contract and thought about his contract. And my contract would be probably the parking ticket in the uh, <laughs> at, at, the, at the draft. Like <laughs> that'd be his car parking ticket, I reckon. Compared, to yeah, but. But I bet, mate, you sat back. I bet you sat back and went, "Crikey, I just got twenty-five grand for three or four games." Exactly. I was, mate. I'll well, put it this way, mate. I got to sit in the change room with Tendulkar and Sean Pollock and Joe Saria, and I got to play against all the best players in the world at this brand new tournament. It was actually one of the best times of my life. 
pretty wow. good. Yeah. I, and that's amazing. Regardless of, regardless of money, you know, I just I still sit back now going, I just can't believe I actually did that for a year. Yeah. Um, you know, a little red-headed bloke from Aubrey Wodonga who whacked a few cricket balls and loves fishing and got to go and do that. I yeah. Mean, that was, it, was, it, was, it was unbelievable. It's good. Me, so. Mate, we appreciate We'll let you go, Dom, or we could talk about... Um, Cocoa's everything for yeah <laughs> conquest. Marty just—that's all we talk about. Marty's not interested in cricket. He just no, um, I love cricket. Nah, that. Yeah, no, we could uh, we yeah, go, mate. We uh, we really appreciate Shimano getting involved with the fishing show. It's um really really yeah, special yeah. of you guys, and we uh, look forward to doing some stuff. Look forward to chatting with you, and I look forward yeah. to catching up with you up at the Barabash to have a bit of fun when you come up. No, nah, really looking forward to that one. Um, my uh, my condolences and my best wishes to everyone in the area too obviously there's some extreme conditions going on there right now i'm totally aware of it i was actually planning a bit of a film up that way not long ago i managed to sneak in a real quick one up in Cairns just after the yep. um just after the cyclone but of course then now this one's come through uh, your local area so yeah um, best wishes to everyone in the area Good on you, Dom. I know we are doing a few things for it, for the people that have lost a lot of fishing gear and whatnot. That's happening in the background. But, um, yeah, looking forward to the Barra Bash and uh, look forward to chatting with you boys in a few weeks' time. That you will, mate. mate. Don't forget to go to Doton Bory Street, Nasaka. Done. I'll lock it in. Octopus balls, mate. Ask for octopus balls. Mate, I'll be like a, a rabbit in headlights because I've never been to Japan, so I don't know what to expect. Beautiful place. You enjoy it, Dom. We'll talk to you in a couple of weeks. Thanks, boys. Good on you. Thanks, mate. Bye. 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 There's Dom from Shimano for a chat. So nice. Beautiful. Nice to the uh, tackle show at uh, Osaka. He'll have a great time there. So, yeah. Good stuff and some good releases come up. One more ad break, mate. We are going to play that ad break. I'm not playing the song because we've run out of time. So we're going to knock this over and we'll be back shortly to give away two wonderful prizes. Summer is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon check today. Station sponsor is coming. Is your car up to scratch or do you need to have your windows down? ALEC is offering free AC checks and quotes to make sure you're ready to handle this summer. If it's your car or your four-wheel drive, no job is too big or too small for ALEC. Search ALEC today and book your free aircon Aircon Check Today, station sponsor. Repower your boat with reliability and power with the next generation of Mercury four-stroke outboards now in stock at Motor Marine. With unbeatable savings, nobody makes a wider range of more reliable, powerful and efficient outboards than Mercury. Backed by decades of innovation, Mercury outboards are built to go the distance and Mercury's non-declining warranty gives you ultimate peace of mind. See the range and grab an unbeatable Mercury deal now at Motor Marine, Bayswater Road, Townsville. Station sponsor. Get down to your favourite Lily White Hotel and enjoy a great feed and relaxed family atmosphere. Four convenient locations. The Bowley Barn Hotel, Bushland Beach Tavern, Hotel Stewart and Riverview Tavern. Locals looking after locals. Station sponsor. If you think all pizza ads are the same, try reading between the lines. Yummy, 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 yummy. Freshy, 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 fresh. Our pizzas aren't cardboard and are made from only fresh ingredients. I'm a big fat mama. I'm a fat and jolly chef. They're so yummy, we eat 100 of our own pizzas every day. Hey! Pizza Riviera for traditional Italian pizza and pasta, where you'll taste the difference, not the cardboard. Come to Pizza Riviera. La 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 la. Come to Pizza Riviera. La 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 la. Bellissima. Station sponsor. Flood water can be dangerous. 
So I have a yarn to your mob about staying off flooded roads and away from stormwater drains. Whether you're on the roads or close to home, going near floodwater is never a good idea. Make a plan to keep your mob safe. And remember, if it's flooded, forget it. Search Flooded Forget It for more information. Authorised by the Queensland Government, Brisbane. Station sponsor. I'm always in the mood for a great feed from Cleveland Bay Seafood. When it comes to the freshest seafood in North Queensland, it can't be denied. Cleveland Bay Seafood comes straight from the trawler and local fishermen to your plate. Our locally caught fish and seafood is all Australian, no imports here. This is why most Townsville restaurants source their seafood from us. So if you want the freshest and the best, think Cleveland Bay Seafood. And yes, we are a Townsville owned and operated business. Head to 305 Ingham Road, Garbutt. And you'll see why everyone loves Cleveland Bay Seafood. Station sponsor. Live across North Queensland on 4K1G, this is the Saturday Fishing Show. Yes, good morning and welcome back to the 4K1G Fishing Show. And it is that time of the morning where we give some prizes away and see who is going to be our lucky winners. So, as we do, as we do most definitely, let me get... Have you got your balls ready? Well, I'm not even turned on on the microphone. No. Well, we've wrong had one, a... Wrong one, wrong one. Yeah, yeah, I'm getting it all... You're there not. You well, you can turn. You've turned yourself off. No. Yes. Yeah. And put the one next door on. Cool. My Jeez, lord. What an amateur. My lord. It all. It all. Bit um, of heat stress and you fall apart. It all went to um, crap. As it does. Yes. No, it's all good. I hope you get your power on very soon. Me too. Me too. Oh, it's been one of them episodes today. I still enjoyed it. It's been gone. It's been very, very quick. Yeah. Um, but uh, next week, as we've said next week, it's going to be huge with Jesto and Lance in. It will. Hopefully it won't be amateur hour like it was in this last hour. Just <laughs> then, pressing buttons. Oh, my Lord. Everything's gone pear-shaped. But that's all right. No. Right, okay. Have you got your um, balls br- ready? Uh, no, I've actually got the spinning wheel today. Okay. I Let's dragged see. it up the steps. Um, ready. Who's in with us? I've brung. I haven't. Hang on. Let me look. Oh, spit it out. Hang on. Everything caught up with us. Yeah, a little bit of a... I don't know. Who's? Uh, I can't no, see. Right. Oh, there we go. I've just got a happy pile Make of Make sure you get the right amount of numbers in. You ready? Yep, go. I'm spinning. Big spin. I've ripped it hard today. You have indeed. You broke that rubber again. I've gone. There we go. Boring. Don't like that one. Well, I'm sorry. Hey, this is for the $30 Tavern Meats voucher. Is number 110. Right up there on the list, 110 is Lynn. Jump on the phones, Lynn. You've won yourself a $30 Tavern Meat voucher courtesy of Mal the Crate Man and the gang at Tavern Meat. So that'll be a absolute Is that beauty. Lynn as in Lynn and Warren? That'll be Lynn and Warren. Beautiful. Jump on the phones, Lynn, and it'll be Warren. No, it'll be Lynn. She'll jump on. Uh, 110, Lynn. We will be redrawing. Yeah. There is your threat, your warning. A threat? A threat indeed that we will be redrawing. All right. Probably gave up on the show listening to the last 15 minutes. Warren's probably down the backyard mowing. I can't do this again. A $30 tavern meat voucher. You can't sneeze at that. Thank you, Mal. That is wonderful. You're a legend. 
Come on, Lynn, 110. You haven't got much Mal time left. this morning, if, um, if he wins it, if his number was to come out, he would, he would re-donate it. That's Who said of, that? Uh, Big Mal. Good on you, Mal. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to give away the $50, the $50 Cleveland-based seafood voucher. If Lynn calls in between that, Lynn, you've won the $30. If you don't, we're redrawing it, and that's it. That's it we're doing. Here we go for okay. the $50 seafood voucher courtesy of Gordo and the gang at Cleveland Bay Seafood. He's got ice. He's got fish. Head down there. Grab yourself a, a beautiful feed from Gordo. Here, Here we, we go, go, Marty. Here we go again. Ugh. That was my magic wand. <laughs> you haven't had magic in your wand for quite some time, my friend. It's not the size of the wand, mate. It's the magician behind it. Uh, number 96. <laughs> Number 96. <laughs> if you is, haven't heard that before, very clever. Is Madonna. You, haven't you heard that one? No. 96 is Madonna. Jump on the phones, Madonna. You've won yourself this awesome $50 seafood voucher courtesy of Gordo and the gang down there. Beautiful. At, at uh, that was called Magic Wind, <laughs> that one. Something. Magic Wind. <laughs> yeah. Good morning, fishing show. How are you, Madonna? Oh, not too bad. Excellent. Hey, you've won the $50 Cleveland Bay Seafood Voucher, which is a pretty cool thing to win. Some nice cold prawns on this hot day. Awesome. Thank you. Uh, it is our pleasure. Hey, thanks for listening to the show, mate. And you have to pick that up from Cleveland Bay Seafood, Madonna. It'll be behind the counter there for you. Okay. Thank you. It's been great listening to you. Oh, thank you. And have a nice weekend. See you, mate. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. Well, I haven't seen Lynn try and ring in. That's it, Marty. Redraw. We're redrawing. Redrawing. Sorry, Sorry Lynn. You've mi- missed out. Oh, my thong keeps popping. Like a virgin. Madonna. Here we go. Redrawing the uh, $30 tavern meat voucher. Courtesy of uh, Mal the Man and Tavern Meats there at Kerwin Tavern Street. Like a the studio audience liked it. Oh, they do my singing or... No, the right. draw. Uh, that would be 101. 101 in the list. They're all high numbers today on the spinning wheel. 101 is Muddy. Jump on the phones, Muddy. You've won yourself a $30 tavern meat voucher courtesy of Mal. I'm crossing Lynn out. This better not be Lynn. Well, Good morning, fishing show. Hey, Marty, how are you? Mate? Oh, Thank God. It's always an awkward moment when Lynn rings in just as Muddy's number's been drawn out. <laughs> uh, you've won yourself the $30 tavern meat voucher, Muddy. That'll be a tackle world for you to pick up. Thanks, Gaza. You're right, buddy. You have a... Uh, have a good weekend, mate. Safe weekend. You too, mate. Have you got power at home? I've got a generator going. Ah, uh, good stuff. One of the really noisy ones to annoy the neighbours? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Take the muffler off it, mate. Really give it to them. <laughs> Good on you, Muddy. See you, mate. See you, See buddy. Bye. Bye, mate. Bye. Bye. Ah, there we go, Marty. Yeah, there we go indeed. Let it be set up for our last. All done and dusted for a uh, not sure show whether we were going to be on or whether we weren't going to be on. So it. Uh, we it got was, there in the end. I hope everyone is fine uh, over the weekend. We hope your power comes back. Um, just remember um, there's... Uh, 
always someone to give you a hand if you need a hand. I just was speaking to Ernie in the in the ad break. I said to Ernie, if you need a hand, um, we're always definitely. here. And he said he's all good, thanks. It's a hard time at the moment for our mate Ernie. So, so uh, we're so thinking you, of your buddy. Yeah, so uh, anyone needs a hand, don't forget to reach out. There's always someone there. You've given out more there. hand shandies than oh. um, bloody Gemma Jemison. Than Ash. Yeah. So so, uh, so yeah, if uh, if anyone is needing assistance, um, don't be ben Ash. Ash. <laughs> Sorry, don't, Ash. Don't be afraid. Last three seconds, and you get a. <laughs> don't be afraid to ask. Um, people will be only too willing to come and help you. So. Most definitely. I think we are done and dusted, Gaza. Thank, Thank you, very you, Marty. Much for a great show. I am thoroughly looking forward to next week's show. Steve Jeston, Lance Butler, Gary Powers, Marty Price. We will be in the show. Oh, don't put me in the same sense as those two fellows. No. Put them after me, please. All right. Gary Powers, Steve Jesson, Lance Butler, Lance Butler, Steve Jesson. No, I can't wait, mate. The boys um, are very, very experienced with what they have done for a living. We will all learn a lot. Heaps, Until mate, then, heaps. as we always say, please drive safe on the highway. Look after your neighbours, as Gazza said. We can't wait to have you back next week. Gazza, see you later, brother. Thank you, Marty. You know there's a room if you want one. Thank at you. At my joint. Well, the wife, anyway. Send Beck around.